Hit him with the Mario beat. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Fluffy's back from a brand new dimension. Destiny grabbed hold of me tightly. Grinding light levels daily and nightly. Would I ever sleep? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights. I still go. Grab a fire team melting loads of vandals. To the crucible wax a noob like a candle. Devour. And my mita, it booms. Martyrs make. Let me introduce you deadly. Oh, that Voop Nation melody. Fusion till I die. Got the power ammo next to me. Love it or leave it. Battle buddies are great. The raid is hard and trials is my fate. If there was a problem, yo, we'll add to it. Potato thumb podcast episode nine let's do this hey nice. <laughs> dude i can't believe you got that first try that's crazy that was, uh, <laughs> yeah almost first try. first try is unreal yeah. i totally Off wrapped top, it dude. to myself out loud yeah. like a million times and then fucked up like five times with you guys that's okay <laughs> how but many no times did you to know rehearse that. that in the mirror uh, dude my wife was like you gotta wrap it to me otherwise you're gonna not know how to do it out loud and i was like all right and then of course <laughs> dude i i can't i I wanted one to one-take take it so bad. Him. I wanted to one-take it so bad. I'm not going to lie. It was way better with the beatbox intro, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Welcome, so- everyone, to episode nine. Uh, I am Admiral Nips. The uh, maestro you just listened to <laughs> is our, our good friend, Fluffy Fingers MD. Fluffy, we well him, done. We call him five-take Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then with us this week, we got some friends. Uh, we got my friend, the Nessie. How are you doing, dude? Uh, just in time. My battery actually just died, and I just got back for you to say the Nessie. So whatever I missed, I'm sorry. What happened, guys? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> that is about the best introduction we could have hoped for. <laughs> uh, and then we also have uh, the legendary ghost again. How are you doing, my friend? <laughs> Um, I'm doing good, man. I uh, got my batteries fully charged because I'm a uh, you know, responsible uh, podcast man. guest. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. Um, so, you guys, welcome to the show. Are you ready to have some fun tonight? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Thanks for uh, inviting me and then, you know, just for feeling sorry for Ghost and bringing him <laughs> along, too. <laughs> Yeah, we, we didn't want him to be alone tonight. Um, so, all right, Nessie, who who are you? Tell me a little bit about you. Like, what? How'd you get into gaming? Like, what is your background? Give me a little. Let me know more than just the fact that you're a monster that lives under the sea. It's true. It's a lake. Um, gaming. It's a fucking sea lake. Okay. <laughs> Saltwater lake. It's okay. Saltwater lake. Those exist, right? Yeah. I, um, I think <laughs> so yeah my gaming goes back quite a ways um i always got my uncle's hand-me-down so i always had a, a genesis then a playstation and then when halo came out for the xbox that was it never looked back to any other console but uh probably halo 2 was the most influential that's where i dedicated hours and hours and weeks maybe a whole year with a Hours in that game. It was unreal. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, we also have um, a not so friendly Casper again. Who are you, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, I got into gaming a long time ago. I started on the original Nintendo Entertainment System, you know, Duck Hunt. Uh, also had this game, it's crazy. My brother and I used to play it all the time. It was called Fact Sanadu, and it was like a 
It was like a Zelda game before Zelda. You know, it's a 2D side-scrolling deal. Um, but then, yeah, also, you know, I had my brother's hand-me-downs. So we had a Sega Genesis, got the Super Nintendo. Um, and I think we went to N64 after that. And I'd say, like, GoldenEye definitely changed the game for everyone as far as first-person shooters go. I mean, there's hours of, you know, game time. You know, put into that, you know, just with your friends, like at your house, just playing split screen, you know, and just accusing each other of like screen looking. <laughs> Damn, uh, totally but, not screen looking. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always screen looking. Every time. That's every cool. time. It's like yes. we're playing on a 27 inch tube TV <laughs> with wooden panels. I can't see anything but your screen. Inevitable. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, Halo came out and that just, you know, that was revolutionary. I mean, it was, you know, the, the maps and, and the way it looked, it was just, you, you would just play that game. Just you playing co-op and just go and look at the water. You know, I remember telling your friends you were playing with, it's like, look at this water over here. And he's like stuck playing, like shooting enemies, like, come help me. Uh, but then <laughs> Halo 2, once that got online, man, that just, yeah, that really took off from there as far as the competitive aspect. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's where uh, Nessie and I met each other. Oh, really? That's awesome, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it friends? <laughs> Friendship story. at first, uh... First, I guess match. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we met. Who teabagged who first? <laughs> uh, that's definitely him. He's the teabagger. Yeah, I'm the jerk. We were in um, we were in this clan. It was called a Code of War. Um, it was a pretty big clan too. We actually uh, we were featured by Bungie one week. I can't remember. Oh. Um, we played against the Bungie developers and their team when they used to do their their featured. Um, but yeah, Ghost and I just happened to be in that same clan. And ever since then, it's been been true love, true romance. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Dude, I'll never forget, like, uh, shooting the needler for the first time, like, on the, on Halo 1, dude, in PvP. Like, dude, that gun was amazing. <sighs> yeah, so when you guys... Uh... Sorry, I, I was just going to say, um, the... What were the, were they called hunters? The big blue enemies that you know would swing the shield, and if you rolled past them and shot them once the, in the back, like yeah, were hey, yeah those were hunters. hunters. Yep, they were orange, right? The back was orange. The back was orange, yeah, and they had blue yeah. armor. I was gonna say shooting, like playing those for the first time, was so different than anything you'd ever done before, and it was like this is awesome. There's actually strategy involved in this. There was like, you know, if you think about it though, there was strategy in proximity mines and uh, Goldeneye. Oh, you mean double tapping the or pressing A and B at the same time after you threw it out? No, 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 no. <laughs> I would just that was totally my Goldeneye game. Like I would totally just proximity mine like every doorway and then just sit back and people like would try and come get me because they'd see where I am and then they just die when they walk through the doorway. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um. So, okay, so that's awesome that you guys both got into, like, Halo at the same time. So how long ago do you think that was that that you two started playing together? I mean, are we talking, like, a decade of uh, of killing oh, yeah. people together? Oh, yeah. I think it was, I think, what, 2005? Or t- was 2005 or 2006 Yep, be the, the year, I think. I don't know my facts on when Halo 2 came out, but... Uh, I'm trying to look it up myself. Uh, Halo 2, 2004. 
Yeah, 2004, man. So. Well, yeah, if we uh, if we call it 2004, that's what 13 years. Yeah, it was so like no playing together. It said November, so if you got them for for like uh, the holidays, you know, definitely would be around 2005 end of 2004. That's pretty awesome, guys. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. Sweet. Um, anything else that you guys are, uh, cause you guys, we met you through destiny and that's how we all met each other. Anything else uh, that you guys are really into besides, uh, Halo and destiny? There was only a 10 year window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not much right. At recent, recently, I should say, I'm sorry, within the past like year or two, since destiny one has been released, is there anything else that you guys have really been pulled into? Like uh, game wise? Yeah. I mean, I dabbled a little bit into, uh. Years of War. I played that for a while. When they had that, uh, I don't know if you guys have played the first one. I was very, very focused in on getting that seriously accomplishment. I think you had to get like 10,000 or 100,000 kills in PvP or something. I made that my goal to get that before any of my other friends, and that was a grind. (laughs) My goodness, was that a grind. So you got it. I did get it, yeah. Did and any love... of your other friends get there? Because not I looked I at it and of. said, not even close. <laughs> yeah, it was. There was. It was just an absurd amount of kills you had to get. But if you got it, you could use it as a, like your gamer pick back on the old 360. And, that, and then people knew, you know, you were legit. You were the one. <laughs> <laughs> and I am currently looking at a picture of a dandelion on Skype. <laughs> 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 so so you have not achieved 10,000 kills on Skype PVP I take it. Oh, is that is that my gamer pick for Skype? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> oh man. Uh, awesome. Uh, Nips, how are you doing this week, man? Good. Good. Uh I've not been getting as much sleep as I would have liked. Um <laughs> I sort of ran out of gas on Saturday afternoon. I'm just like, nope, this is uh, too many 2.33 a.m. nights and getting up at uh, 6.30 to go to work. And I think I went to bed at about 8.30 Saturday night and slept till about 10 Sunday morning. So wow, dude. I, I oh. paid off my sleep debt, uh, but <laughs> I definitely had acquired quite a bit due to this past week of uh Let's be honest, it's all Destiny 2 that's wrecking my sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. I mean, it was, a, it was a big week. The raid came out on Wednesday, and then Trials came out Friday, uh, which is, you know, both of the end game activities, and we've only had a week to get characters up to a yeah. light level to actually compete. So, I honestly, I've neglected two of my characters. I only have the one that's high enough to do any of this stuff. Uh I'm not really upset about it because I enjoy taking so I don't want to burn out of the game in a couple of weeks and then be like, well, what am I going to do now? Go back to playing Gears? I mean, I like Gears, but I have a whole lot invested in this Destiny 2 shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so I, I just had the one, <clears throat> the one character to run through both the raid and trials all weekend, but I was not upset about it. How about you? Uh, yeah, man, I've been enjoying it and grinding and, um, (laughs) I did some math today. So I was like, work was, work was really, really slow today. 
And uh, so I was clicking on every corporate not blocked destiny link that I could think of because they block most of my links. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Destiny Tracker was one that I could access. So I'm like just looking around on Destiny Tracker and I have... Oh shit, now it's probably 53, but as of today, I had 52 hours logged into Destiny 2 already. And so I did the math, and it's only been 12 days. Um, So roughly about 18% of my time since Destiny 2 has been released has been playing Destiny 2. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Solid. Well, it it didn't hurt that your wife had to go on a business trip, so you had the house to yourself for a couple of days. I mean, except for the kids that you had to, you know, Benadryl up and put to bed. (laughs) No, dude. (laughs) No, see, I learned learned quite a while ago (laughs) that the best thing to do is to go to the park and be as active as humanly possible. Like, it was like, have have dinner ready and then get the hell outside and play and play and play until it got dark out, dude. And I'd put those kids down and they were like out in like 10 minutes. It was fantastic. Are um, you active yeah. as well? What's that? Yeah. I took the Benadryl then. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Um. Well, let's just uh, let's jump into it. So uh, did everyone do the raid except for me? I didn't beat it, mm. but I ran it. But you guys ran it? All right, I, so... I think I've done 10% of it. Okay, do, do you guys are you guys okay talking about it, or do you want to wait until you've completed more of it? No, no, go ahead. I don't care about the raid. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't... I don't. I actually don't either. That's why I haven't played it yet. I'm waiting for yeah. all of my friends to figure it out so that I can just go in stress-free and uh, dedicate maybe one evening to it instead of like five evenings to it. Um, so what are your thoughts, guys? How do you how do you like what you've seen? I really liked it. Um, like I said, I only made it about halfway, and then between other stuff outside of Destiny this past week and Trials, I haven't gotten back in. I was going to grind away all Saturday, but then I ran out of energy and fell asleep super early. Um, <laughs> so that wasn't great. But uh, but yeah, so the parts that I made it to, uh, they were hard, they were tricky, because we went in blind, so yep. that we could, you know, try to figure it out on the on the way. And I thought we did a really good job of that uh, with the, the fights we were in. Um, but it got late. We were running with uh, Expired and his kid kid mythical who is you know i think he's 11 right now so when it hits 11 30 on a wednesday night uh we probably can't keep pushing in the raid <laughs> he's probably <laughs> got to go to bed so he can go to school in the morning um so like it's it's hard because we didn't know what we were doing um and the two fights after the ones the one that i got to uh, i've heard are a little bit trickier uh, so it's going to take some time to get the hang of it, but if you can listen, it's not the most punishing of raids ever. Like the enemies aren't as awful as some of the other raids. Like I think of King's Fall when I ran it the first time and those taken snipers would like take away 90% of your health with one shot. 
Yeah. And then, like, anything breathes on you, you die. And <laughs> there were no moments like that in the first half of the raid. It's, you know, if I died, it was because I was doing something stupid, like standing in a pool that was taking my health down and then trying to shotgun a guy who was trying to melee me. And, you know, you miss that one shotgun blast, and it's like, okay, I deserve to die there. It's fair. Uh, so... Like, gun skill won't be the problem. It's coordination that'll be the problem for people getting the clear. Ghost, Nessie, what do you guys think? Yeah, I've, I think I've only been... I've only clicked... Oh, are you guys there? I'm here. I feel like we lost Nessie. Oh, Uh-oh. rip, Nessie. Audio cut out. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> Maybe he picked up bad batteries. <laughs> yeah. Ghost, what do you think? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 more PvP oriented. Like I'm 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 just like a kill ads kind of guy. Uh, yeah. So I normally let Nessie figure out the raid first and then explain it to me later. Kind of like you're gonna do it yourself. Just you know, <laughs> let your friends beat it and then like kind of pull you through it after they've done it a couple times. Um, I mean, I I can't imagine going into a raid blind. That just sounds insane to me. I don't know how you guys do it or how you guys figure it out. Uh, but I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, it's it seems, you know, pretty in depth. It, it it's it's kind of got like a vault of glass orientation in the part that we got to, where you kind of hide from the dogs. Yep, that's as far as I made it. No, that's that's right. The pleasure gardens. If you, you pleasure Gardens. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Pleasure Gardens. Is that really its name, or is that the name that you gave it? No, that's actually the name of the the <laughs> board. Is the Pleasure Gardens? <laughs> Yo, right. where you at? I'm hiding from dogs in the Pleasure Gardens. Shit. God, that yeah. was the first time I'd said that in my life. <laughs> pleasure Gardens. But yeah, I mean, I I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, I just hate spending six hours on something that I can. You know, to get end game material that I can just get in trials in a tenth of the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, I thought I saw a mic boost on Nessie. Are you back with us? Yeah, I don't know what the heck's going on over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's I changed okay. batteries and my controller still dies. I'm so confused. <laughs> Well, that's good, dude. I, that's good. I was... the, the nice part is it cut out like literally right before you started talking about the raid. <laughs> so you can start up again now, and it's like it never I, happened. Yeah, I was in full sentence. I had mentioned everything I needed to say, and then I look up in the top left and it says, we've detected a problem with your microphone. I had no idea <laughs> that you guys couldn't hear me or anything. Um, and I barely caught what Ghost was saying, but um, yeah, we got to... We got to the the pleasure gardens, and um, like what Hambo was saying, it, it it requires a lot of coordination. And the team that I was in there with, multiple teams that I was in there with, that we just we didn't have it. Um, yeah. So that's that's where we're stuck. I mean, I've enjoyed it. The enemies don't seem like they're the issue to kill. It really is the the coordination that we're lacking with every group that I've ever been in so far. Uh, but I am enjoying it, and we did go in blind. My first group, we went in there right when it dropped on, uh, whatever day that was. I can't remember. Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, yeah. One. Yeah, we, one p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we went in there like right away. You know, we got through the first part. We we figured out real quick. We're like, oh yeah, we're this is awesome. We got to the the real first part. 
the uh, what is it, the bath section? Yeah, the bathhouse. That took us maybe maybe five tries, and we've completely figured out. So we thought we were doing awesome, and then we just hit the wall at those puppy section. It was terrible. Yeah, we're in the the same boat. It took us a little bit longer at the bathhouse. So five five tries is pretty amazing to get that. Like it's so obvious after you do it the first couple of times, but mm-hmm. I want to say it took us like. 10 to 12 tries of failing before we even figured out what we needed to be doing. And then Val noticed that the chains were going down. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, now we just need to figure out how to keep that going. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying I stumbled the shit into out of it. it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was saying, I stumbled into figuring out uh, that you could refresh in the middle because I ran in there to pick somebody up and all of a sudden my number went back up to 50. And I'm like, hey, uh, guys, let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's run to the middle and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so and that seems like the way we solve a lot of these uh, puzzles. It's just somebody does something with dumb luck and it's like, well, that was different than the banging the head against the wall that we've been doing for 10, 15 minutes. Absolutely. And when you guys when you guys finally finished that part, did you do anything with the uh, the hidden levers on the right side of that or no? No, we, we just booked it back to that to the main... Like area, Castellum or something. Yeah, and did the. So I've seen all the stuff now on Reddit about all of the secret passageways and the the extra chests and stuff like that. Uh, but honestly, I haven't been back in since that Wednesday night. I had a whole bunch of plans and then ended up not doing any of it. So no clears on week one for me. No clears for Nessie. And Fluffy and Ghost couldn't care less. So. <laughs> No clears for them either. Right. Would appear. But I got to play trials, so that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, trials. That's the nice thing. Next thing to talk about because we all met playing PvP. Uh, yep. I met Nessie through Valaru, who this is the weekly part of the show where I talk about how Val carries <laughs> me through video games all the time. Uh, <laughs> there it is. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think one night we were just. I think it was actually trials related, and he's like, "Yeah, we need a third. And he called up on Nessie, and it's like, "All right, I don't even think we made it even close to flawless because I'm hot garbage." But it was so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, we got to get Nessie in here more often." Uh, and then the PvP league allowed you to create your own teams, and Nessie brought Ghost in. Yep. So, so we're all enjoying PvP at least. So. Let's talk about trials this weekend. How did uh, how did it treat everybody? Let's start with Nessie because huh. he's the man. Yeah, and we never know when his bike's gonna cut out again. True. Yeah, you gotta get me in quick before it's game over. <laughs> um, so trials has been really good to me so far. Actually, we uh, group of three other people. We went in and we went in right as it dropped. I think we lost our first game quickly figured out how to reset because we didn't want to waste all our time to get to seven wins and then not be able to do whatever was going to happen at that point, right? So we reset real quick, and then we went on this 24-game win streak after that. We uh, we did pretty well, so we went to a new magical area. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Um, but yeah, Trials has been really good and a lot of fun for us. Damn, for me, at 24 least. wins, that's pretty awesome. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, that's that's really good. My uh we we jumped in right when it started too. I did not have the same experience. 
I think so. I did. I did not have a set team. Like we legit got together like 15 minutes before trials dropped, and it was just random people that were online. And we played for four and a half hours, and I think we won three games in four and a half hours. Brutal. <laughs> so it was a little bit different. Um, but um, after that, I got on with Rocker and Oprah and Towley, and we did not drop a game until we got disconnected, which ruined our flawless run. And then, yeah, and then we were at, I think we were at, like, game six at that point. And it was pretty late. It was, like, one or two in the morning. So we were like, well, let's just push it to seven wins, and then we'll run flawless, like, later this weekend because it's Friday night. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, got back on with the Dad Tales guys, Rocker, Barbecue, and Boost, and we went all the way to game seven, and then we got paired uh, with, two matchups um and both of them were super sweaty so we lost our flawless on game seven and then uh just wasn't able to secure a flawless after that the rest of the weekend uh nessie did you play at all yeah he, uh we yes answered I did oh not yeah i mean <laughs> he won 24 games in a row. i'm like looking i'm like looking <laughs> at the notes and it's it, dude it's a dandelion i just yeah. i can't help but want to keep drinking that beverage voice <laughs> Oh no, you're breaking the fourth wall. Don't let him know Fluffy's drinking during the show. <laughs> oh shit, cut that out, cut that out. Yeah, dude, totally no one ever knows that I'm drinking during the show. I definitely don't <laughs> laugh more as the show goes on. Um, I'm sorry, Ghost, how was your Trials experience? <laughs> uh, Well yeah, we were actually, I had just started, uh, Nessie and I had just started playing right before... Uh, we're doing this podcast. Um, and I, I don't know how many games did we play, Cam? Like four or five? Uh, we played four. We lost our first one. Um, and we were playing with two other guys. I wouldn't call it a double carry, but I mean, we were not running a stacked team. Just yeah. kind of winging it. Um, and we just got ruined our first game. Uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve. First time I'd ever played on that map. Realized that you needed a little more range than than up close and personal. Weapon loadouts. Uh, yeah, after that, you know, put on a scout rifle, started doing a little better. I think we lost one close one. Other than that, we we had wins. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's still open. I guess we still have to go back and get a flawless run. Nice. Night. Nice. Breaking out Destiny Trials report. It does uh, does look like you guys lost one of your games pretty badly. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that first. One, I don't think I, I didn't get a kill. I'll admit it. I didn't get a kill. Fact, fact checked. We just got <laughs> fact checked. <laughs> I know. That's all right. Anybody fact checks my numbers, they're not going to be too upset either uh, with <laughs> how how they're doing in life. They're going to feel real good about themselves because I got worked more often than not this weekend. But it was fun. I had a great time doing it. But it was not something to write home to mom and dad about. <laughs> yeah, we even got a game in this yeah, we weekend. Got... We won two One card, two or three. Or we won three games and lost four, something like that. Yeah, we just we reset get... and then we dunked on the the team and then I'm like I'm getting off on that note. I'm done. Yeah. We got a win. We six owed a team. That's good enough for me. It's <laughs> a good time to go to bed. 
Well, we had a momentum going. Like, every team, it seemed like, that I played with this weekend. Except, well, okay, almost every team. There was, when I played with Scout and Dex and Klopso, they all had a strat already. So, we just went in and started winning. But every other team that I played with this weekend, it seemed like it took, like, two or three games for us to get a flow down. And then we'd just start going on a win streak. And we started going on the win streak, Nips. And then Lotus uh, disconnected loading into a game and it seemed like after that we like lost our momentum and we lost two or three games in a row yeah that sounds about right it was yeah we were flying along pretty well starting to get the hang of it and then yeah connections were for what a, we thought was going to be you know a matchmaking based on connections mostly they were a little spottier than I was expecting but yeah, on the other really hand were. There's like a million people playing, so, you know, you're not always going to have great connections. Is that what um, this this trial so far was supposed to be based off more? Was uh, connections yeah. versus like, a, like what win or what your competition would be? It seems like it. Yeah, they haven't said, but everyone that I talk to thinks that uh, it's not win-based anymore. Hmm. Should make it easier, oh. I guess. Yeah. How do you guys... All. How do you guys feel about light level not being enabled? I mean, I, I go both ways for it. So, like, I have way too much time, and I, I grind it all the way up to, like, light level 300. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, for level enabled gear for me, it, w- it wouldn't ma- matter a whole lot. But for, like, some of my friends that don't have or didn't have as much time to grind up, being able to still play that game type with them even though they're not as high level, that was enjoyable. Instead of having to wait for them or playing with a group of people that I may not have normally played with, um, having those that light level disabled was... But so far, I would say that was a good thing. Yeah. I was able to bring my friends in. I totally agree with that, man. I totally agree. It, it, like, having... Having light level disabled this early in seemed to make it also that you could use any weapon that you wanted or any you know just i don't know it just it leveled the playing field kind of it was it was nice even though i i i do like going into trials like i was able to go into rise of iron where we were playing like 20 30 light level above other people and that was a lot of fun because you could like body shot people with a sniper rifle and kill them <laughs> so so we didn't have that going this weekend but um i don't know i was okay with it myself yeah i'm wondering if they'll ever for any of the crucible events enable light levels then like if you don't do it in trials where are you going to do it are you going to put it in an, in iron banner i can't imagine you would you don't think they will i don't i think that light levels are for pve only now or power levels, I guess, technically. But I, I could see him doing that. I could I, totally see him doing that. I would I would hope for the other, though. I would love for them to re-enable the light level. Um, just because it, it kind of does reward the people that spend way too much time in the game. They feel like, oh, they're a little bit more powerful than the less uh, than the other people. Um, but at the beginning, like what we are right now, being able to play with your friends is more important than having an advantage over someone else that hasn't played nearly as much. Yep, totally. I think that's absolutely true, and I I wouldn't be upset by it either, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's high enough on their priority list. I think uh, 
fixing all of the glitches in the last fight on the raid is probably pretty high on their list. Um, <laughs> and getting some of the new content out. Uh, but I don't know if turning on... And maybe it's an easy thing to just turn on light levels. Uh, but I don't know. I guess we'll see when October rolls around and all the new stuff starts coming out to coincide with the PC launch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm okay with it. What do you guys think um, of Countdown as a game mode? So I loved it, uh, but we've talked about this before. I, Even though I was not very good at it, and I tried, the, the time I had success was with a full team that would push into an area and actually set up shop, and then the teams that wouldn't push in and we would sit back and try to like win one V one gunfights while the other team set up around the spot was a little bit tougher. Yep. Uh, but that's like the, so you guys all played halo as your first game. I was a cod for my first person shooter and search and destroy and call of duty is sort of the same general idea. There's a bomb site you want to set up shop around it, plant and then defend. Ah, uh, and I, I'm hooked on that every single time. So I loved it. We, you know, when I was playing, I played, what, two or three different times with Rocker this weekend. He really, he was really good about calling us on that shit. Like he would, he would straight up say, guys, if we push and no one is there, like someone needs to go plant immediately and then we will set up and fight them off. Like, I agree with you, dude. I think last night when we played, we were waiting way too long to set the bomb. Like, we were trying to set up too much. And I, I definitely think, especially running to Temple, we seem to have more more um, success if we pushed in and no one was there to just set immediately and then try and set up and defend it versus, um, you know, sitting back and trying to pick off one guy or whatever it might be. Um, I mean, so, yeah. I feel like the the sit back and pick off people works out well against bad teams. Yeah. Because yeah. your your gun skill and your just your general awareness and positioning means you'll win your gunfights and be able to do whatever you want. But if if it's an even team or even a better team, if you let them set up and you have to come to them, be it on offense or defense, they're just going to mow you down and it's, you know, then it's you know a one v three or and they're or a one v two while the third guy goes to pick up a res so it'll become a one v four eventually and it's like all right well I screwed this up because I got to where I needed to be late and I think that's still a pretty important thing even though everybody's movement has slowed down a bit getting to the right spot quickly is still pretty important for sure uh, now we should ask Nessie because he's the only one who doesn't have potato thumbs <laughs> tour. <laughs> Too early to oh, call man. it ghost. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. He, he needs to get some more games in before I can say his thumbs in D two are not potato ish. Just going off uh, that trials report, huh? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Crunching real hard on that trials report right now. <laughs> so oh, okay. two games in there. Yeah, I know. Just, uh, defending myself there. <laughs> Sample size, baby. So okay, so Nessie, if you guys were defending let's say what was what was your favorite strat to use on this map like what what do you think worked the best for you guys when you were playing yeah so um offense or defense it didn't matter every time our our team pushed temple okay that it didn't matter if they if we knew they were going to go uh keyhole i think is what it's called yep. we still went we still went temple 
Um, but I would be on the if we're defending, I would be on the far left outside where like where those uh, like half spheres are in the water. Yeah. I would go there. Beach, I think. Beach. Okay. Um, we'd have one <laughs> one guy like by the by our main door looking at like the little archway. We'd have one guy in the mid lane. Um, I don't really know what else to call that. And then one guy kind of looking where the uh, really dark tunnel is where the ground goes up and down. Yep. yep. Well, that was always our setup. If if they were there, we'd collapse on. If we saw one guy, we'd try and collapse on that guy. If we saw two guys, three people would go for that guy. So we always try to collapse on whoever may be outnumbered by us. Um, if they went keyhole, two of us would come behind them in their spawn, uh, like to their key, uh, main area, and then the the other two guys would go back through our spawn area to meet them at keyhole. So we kind of uh, pinch them. With two teams of two, um, and then same thing for offense. I mean, we had a, we had a lot of good luck and good fortune doing that strategy. Um, I think Temple was the place to be. We really didn't have many gunfights in uh, Keyhole. We didn't have many gunfights in Keyhole. Yeah, we started out on Friday pushing Keyhole a lot, and then it morphed to pushing Temple on attack. As the weekend went on, we realized it was easier to set up Temple. Um, when you pushed around on defense, let's say you pushed Temple and they went keyhole, did you go through on the flank, did you go through the dark tunnel, or were you flanking all the way around to the back and then pushing up that way? All the way to their spawn and going up that little that little hill there. Yep. There's like another little half room over there too with like water running through it. Yep. That we we that's the way we would push if we were on the flank. Um, that the teams that did that to us um, usually were pretty successful with that flank. Like unless I could get someone to sit back with me, because a lot of times if we did go keyhole, I would sit back on that box with uh, like running healing rift with arc soul, and then uh, use pulse nades to block off that dark tunnel. And that was usually pretty good because I could peek in and out of cover if people pushed through that dark tunnel. But when two people would push all the way around to that back area, they could usually outnumber us or um, push pretty hard and make us expose ourselves to the people on the other side as well. So that's that, that's a really good strat if you can pull it off. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what we were doing. And like we would wait, we would wait till we heard gunfire up at Keyhole from our other two guys on the other side before we would push. Because we would we would catch them off guard maybe nine out of ten times. It was it was really effective. That's right. awesome. So previous instances when I made fun of Ghost skill based on a Destiny <laughs> trials report. <laughs> uh, let me call back to the episode where we talked about Ghost being fantastic at everything. Uh, <laughs> the night before that episode, or a couple of nights before. He did dunk all over Yumi, Val, uh, and Lotus in that playoff game. I might have even had a, a 10 kill streak in one of the games. I know he had a, like a 20 and 4 game. So he's not nearly as potato thummy as I led you all to believe. <laughs> no, it was funny too because I that got the whole pity thing, compliments there. <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing started because the three of us were playing. I think we were just playing regular Crucible one night, weren't we? I think it was like a weekend, but instead of playing trials, we were just playing skirmish or something. And uh, I was telling Nessie, I'm like, dude, we, we talked about you on the show. And Ghost was like, well, did you talk about me? 
(laughs) 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 And so we made sure to talk about you the next episode. (laughs) And that's how I got the invite for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awesome. So, so you only played like four games in there, but uh, impressions about game mode map, because the map isn't in part of the normal rotation. So everybody's first time seeing it was when they ran uh, Trials for the first time. Yeah, it totally caught me off guard. Um, there's definitely a learning curve uh, for that map, and I guess just for that game type for that map. Um, I'm not a big fan of the countdown. I'm... I'm more of a fan of the new Survivor yeah, game type. Too. I thought that was I thought that was going to be Trials, um, which it may be, I guess. Um, next week, in fact. Yep, next, next weekend. Yeah. Next yeah, two seems, weeks. Seems like oh, a little more competitive, competitive feel to it. Because just with Elimination, um, and, and Nessie can attest to this, with Elimination, a lot of times it was just not who's the better team, but who's better at getting the first kill. And because uh, it's harder to cover after you know you get one teammate down, because yep. we you know Nessie and I will play doubles together, just customs. And uh, a while back we were playing these guys that we were definitely better than, and if we played normal skirmish, you know we would beat them every time. But if we played elimination against them, it was kind of a toss-up. Like we were, you know, we were giving up a lot of games to them. Uh, so it, I mean, it's just a different game type, and I like the fact that you just have more chances i guess with survivor mode countdown i'm uh, you know we did Nessie and i did play a lot of call of duty um pretty much all of them <laughs> and search and destroy definitely was fun uh but but yeah i mean i don't know if the countdown has the same feel for me yet i did get a ninja defuse uh the other day <laughs> nice. i was nice. real happy about that like i mean it's not the same because obviously they have the giant like noisemaker when you're diffusing. So clearly I'm not sneaking up behind somebody and diffusing from them. But uh, definitely it was like we had three left up and they had three. And I just threw up the Titan shield and diffused and nobody could get to me to stop me from diffusing. <laughs> and they were like running desperately towards the bomb. And it was like, nope, just not going to happen. So that was that was probably one of my highlights. And then I had a triple slam on round 11 uh, one time. Hmm. Those are my, nice. my two high points of my trials weekend. That's a that's a final round, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Came around the corner, three of them standing there, got a slam and a shoulder charge, and then almost got the fourth, but somebody definitely just snaked that kill. Uh, but I wasn't upset because it was Friday night and our first time playing and I didn't we were still undefeated at that point in time, so I was like, Maybe we have a chance here and then then we ran into some real teams. And that's my way. <laughs> we dude rocker and i had a had a couple good plays like that where i would be i would be pushing and he would be pushing and i'd say hey i'm coming around on a flank he goes i'm gonna tether him and he would tether everyone and i'd push out of dark tunnel and just nova the whole team or nova like three out of the out of the four and then we'd just take down the other guy um stuff like that feels really great man i really like those moments <laughs> winning Which, is good which Nova were you using? The the huge, fat, slow one or that like no. Insta one? I was using the Insta one. Yeah. But then I switched to Stormcaller because we were playing... When I was playing with um, Boost and Barbecue and Rocker, we played like three games and we, we just we weren't getting our flow down. 
and Rocker loaded us into comp play accidentally. And we're like, well, whatever, let's just play it and clear our heads. And so I started using like a hand cannon, put the Nemito away. And Boost was like, I'm going to switch to Stormcaller. And he started laying down his riffs and the Arc Soul started popping up. And we're like, dude, this is this is kind of nice. And so from then on, I switched to Stormcaller and he was running Stormcaller. And we called him our battle buddies. And so we'd be like, battle buddy down. And then we'd all run through and then you get the little Arc Soul above you. So when someone flanks you or pushes you, you have extra shots on them because that Arc Soul is shooting on them too. And that, that proved to save me quite a few times. I haven't yeah, so played when, around with that one too much. Yeah, when does that happen? It, so that happens only when you have more than one Stormcaller on a no, team? No, no. It's, so you have to give up Ionic Blink for it. That's the worst part about it. It really, it really hurts the super because you have to be a lot more thoughtful when using Stormcaller like Stormtrance. But every time you lay down a rift, anyone who goes through the rift gets an orb, and it lasts for eight seconds until you enter the rift again. And then it resets the timer. So you can lay down a rift and then pop out and, and pop someone. You have eight seconds to do that gunfight or run back to the rift, get your health all back real quick, and then jump out and pop them again. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I haven't played around with that. I, I only have the one character, so... Have you figured out how much damage? I mean, I, I'm sure somebody has figured it out. Have you seen how much damage those little battle buddy, buddies do? Do we know how much actually they help you in a gunfight? Um, I mean, they seem to help a little bit. I mean, it's definitely not like it's definitely not the same amount of damage that you're putting out with like an auto. Because typically, if I was fighting someone with it, like they're short range, you know, so they're like auto rifle range. They aren't like mita range. So if I was firing at someone on my with my Mita, like that that orb was just sitting above me doing nothing. But if someone was pushing me with like an SMG, like if someone was pushing me with like a mini tool, I could take them down with my auto because of that thing that was above my head. And it's it's like the Dreg's promise where the bullets will follow them around a corner. So if it if if you're shooting them and they try and dip around the corner, um, whatever was fired will follow them around the corner and hit them. I know that's made me rethink my encounter when I see somebody with one of those battle buddies above them. It definitely makes me disengage and choose a different battle because I don't want any yeah. kind of disadvantage going into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And I also, like, if there was more than one enemy, it was nice because if I was firing on someone with my Mita and someone was coming up from behind me and I couldn't disengage because I had to get the dude down in front of me or else I was dead... Like, it would start shooting the person behind me before I could turn around and swap weapons and start shooting that person, too. And that, that was nice. Like, that happened a couple times as well, like, where it would sh start shooting the person flanking me with whoever else was on my team was also shooting them. So, it, it I don't know, man. It's, it seems like a really powerful tool, and it sucks to give up Blink, but you only get your super a couple, you know, once or twice a game, right? Usually once where you get a rift like every game and a half. So and in that same in that same skill tree, doesn't it? Like is that the same skill tree where when you have more uh friendly people around you, doesn't it your rift charge faster? Is that it, part of that same skill tree? It might. And I was also running the exotic helmet where rift where arc ability kills um make all arc abilities charge faster. And then I was running I think 
chest or leg armor that that made my grenades charge faster as well and those pulse nades are pretty pretty awesome so they're good for they're good for damage but they're also good for zoning people so i don't know i i, I liked it man i it was hard to get away from blink because i really like blink because blink is a very useful tool in like evading people or like pushing over someone's head if they like jump out and surprise you um but i don't know man that neutral game there's something about the stormcaller neutral game that i think is going to make me play stormcaller for a while is it the giant orb above your head that shoots people is that that yep. something the something about <laughs> well, the and the nades and like the, the void <laughs> the voidwalker nades aren't as good i don't think as the stormcaller nades plus i was using my nades as a voidwalker for devour most of the time so I had a rift and I had a devour option so I could regen health if I didn't have a rift still. Um, I don't know, man. They're all good. It really changed those pulse grenades on all the art classes. Those pulse grenades are way more powerful and deadly than they used to be. Yeah, they oh, are. for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep. The uh, blinding grenade on the Titans is super powerful too, uh, but it's hard to give up those pulse grenades. Yeah. Especially if you run the storm, the um, not storm, the striker build that gives you double grenades. Yeah, we we played some teams where two they'd, there'd be two strikers and they push together and they both throw a grenade like on either side of whatever cover you were on, um, really forcing your hand, and then they would just push at the same time, and it was it was really effective. Like it was really hard to defend against that strat. So I don't know, but. I'm with you guys. I think I think I like survival. I think I'll like the the clash game mode. I'm way better at clash than I am at elimination. That is for sure. The Gears of War team deathmatch is basically what survival is. Is it? I mean, there are other games too, but that's the one I most associate it with cuz I played Gears the most, but you have X number of lives. Once they run out, you don't get any more respawns. My problem is I'm guaranteed to make a stupid mistake at least once in the game. <laughs> so survival is, is a, a nice cushion for me to uh, make that one stupid mistake and not lose the whole game for everyone. I'm the same way. Yeah, it's definitely that part of it's nice because Lord knows I'm pretty good at dying in this game. Uh, but I can get on a roll <laughs> once in a while. And when I'm on that roll, I feel really good about things. But uh, in... Uh, in the elimination game modes, if I die before I get to that roll, it never happens. Uh, the flip side, of course, being if you have one guy in your team who's struggling, uh, it's going to be hard to to be okay with the fact that you have eight lives or thir- 12 lives, I guess, total, and somebody uses nine of them. That's going to be real frustrating. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm proud of myself, man. I still have a positive KD from running trials this weekend, and I think I'm like I'm I'm quite a few games into trials, so that's that's an upgrade from year one. And not not KDA, but actual like KD. Um I don't know, I'm proud of I'm proud of myself for that. I have seventy three matches in and I'm still positive KD. Yeah, you nice. had uh, some really good games when we played too. Uh there are a few clutches in there, which are not things I'm used to from <laughs> D1. I was like, yeah, all right, well, this round's a loss. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Maybe it's not. Savage. Just, just ragging on everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
let's be honest here. I am easily the worst <laughs> Crucible player in this conversation in D2, uh, without a doubt, because I've not figured it out yet. I don't but, know. Have uh, you seen my trials report? Yeah, and uh, in your two games, still better than mine with thirty games. So I'm not going to be. I'll lay it out there that I I have not quite figured this game out yet, and it's not. I'm not frustrated with it because it's still damn fun and it's new enough that it's okay. But uh, I definitely still have just just not quite gotten it's set up the way I want it to be yet. So it's getting there, but uh, we played a couple of uh, regular old quick play games the other day and finally, finally felt like I was doing something right. And then I went into uh, trials and it was like, Oh, right. Whole (laughs) different game mode than uh, control. Uh, But no, it was, it's fun. Uh, I just am struggling a bit to have big games. So, Whatever. So it'll come. Ghost, you said that you had to redo your loadout um, after you kind of got a feel for the map. What What is your current loadout like? What are you feeling comfortable with running this map? Yeah, I'm 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 in the same boat as Nips. I mean, I'm I'm I still haven't found the guns that I really like that really feel good. Uh, I like to run that better Devils and a pulse rifle. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what the pulse rifle name is like. I don't even know the names of the weapons. <laughs> uh, it's like Nurg- Nurgle or Nurgle, like SR4 oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like the faster, not faster shooting, but not the slowest shooting archetype, I guess. Uh, but I just switched to the only pul- the only scout rifle that I had, which was the Nameless Midnight. Yep. It has explosive rounds on it. So, you know, it's not too bad. It hits kind of hard. Um, and then I kept... Or I switched to the Sunshot for my secondary for up-close encounters. Nice. But again, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm still if I'm comfortable with those yet or not. Yeah, I'm still still looking around, still trying to find it. Yeah, I just pulled up your loadout, too. You're rocking the rocket launcher for your heavy. How, how, how are the rocket launchers feeling for you? I just like the rocket launchers because it's more of a guaranteed kill for me. Sure. I, I haven't tried out the fusion rifles yet, and then the shotguns I've been horrible with i wasn't ever good with shotguns even in d1 so try to stay away from those nessie what were you going in with because you have you have quite a few games under your belt um yeah for my uh primary or kinetic kinetic weapon i was using the uh scathe lock okay um and on one of my one of my armor pieces i have a mod that like improves the uh accuracy or um one of those things like that and then for the energy weapon, I was using uh, an automatic scout rifle called the 765, um, and it has the same gun. Yeah, it has the same fire rate I think as the Mida. Okay. Um, but with the added bonus of it just being auto, so I don't have to worry about timing a trigger pull. I just hold that thing down, and it just unleashes. So you know when we were going against those teams, I was just four Midas, and which was like every team, if not every other team. Um, the seven six five can definitely compete with the Mida, and I liked having that for my long range. And then when it came into close quarters at Scathlock with that boosted accuracy, it was working really, really well for me. I do not have the seven six five. I'm gonna have to look for that. That's an energy weapon. Yep. Yeah, I think I think you can get it from. I know you can get it from the gunsmith. Uh, I've got okay. quite a few from him. 
But yeah, I've re- I've really enjoyed that scout rifle. I think it's 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 done pretty well for me. Nice. What are you what are you running for power? Power is whatever I have on right now. I think it's like the the ward if ward if coil ward cliff coil whatever that is. It's pretty much a guaranteed kill whenever you pull the trigger. And if you have more than one enemy, it's almost a guaranteed kill for however many people you have. If you shoot too far away from that person, it's not going to kill anything. But if you're within maybe a 15-meter radius, it's complete devastation. I think it's really good. Nice, dude. Nips, what were you feeling? I was running uh, Mida because, I mean, that thing was my love in D1, so... I'm pretty okay with it being the uh, king of D2 right now. Um, and then for a secondary, I think I was running uh, Uriel's Gift mostly. Okay. Uh, I have a couple other auto rifles that I like using, but uh, I guess auto rifle for up close, Mita for long range. Before I had unlocked the Mita earlier in the week, so for non non trials before it happened, it was. Uh, I was running the seven six five in my energy weapon, and then the scathe lock for my my primary as well. The uh, auto scout combo has been doing me the most favors, and then running shotgun for power. I really the in air accuracy is back, so you can you can hop and shotgun people, and it is fantastic again. I love that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I used to love doing that on my Warlock, man. I'm going to have to give that a try again. I totally... See, with D1, I totally stopped using shotguns because I couldn't be in the air with my Warlock anymore and, like, bait doorways. But if that's back, I'm going to have to give that a try. Yeah, that's was, all really good. Yeah, yeah. I, think the, I think the shotgun is going to be... The shotgun and the fusion rifle is going to be really good for survival next weekend. Um, but for like the elimination game types, I think the rocket is probably favored. Yeah. My opinion. Any time that I was not paying attention to what the other team picked up, and I went to go challenge them with my fusion rifle, if they had a rocket, like I could dodge rockets with blink really well. When I went to Stormcaller, uh, it was not as easy to dodge rockets. So if I wasn't paying attention, I was dead. Um, I was loving the Voop though, dude. I I got one. So I've been using a blue fusion rifle up until yesterday and i had an ex- uh a legendary drop it's i think it's a e-rentile or e-rental fr4 it's e-r-e-n-t-i-l um but there's two different charge times there's an 820 charge time and a 900 charge time 900 gives you more impact but even at 820 the impact's like 90 so it's like um shooting a saladin's visual with like double the range and a super tight spread so if I had that and I wasn't up against rockets, you can you can melt people. I got I got a, quite a few double kills with it actually when I started running it and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm okay with this." Um I don't know, man. I I do like the fusions. I probably would be if I if I get that um scout that you're talking about, I'll probably try out that uh dubious folly, the ward cliff coil or whatever it is. Because I do have that, but I can't run it because I've been running Mita because I don't have a better scout option. Um, I tried out that trial scout at the end, and that was pretty good. But on that map, it just it's hard to compete with the Mita. So, um, did you guys see all the hate from for Mita this weekend? 
across the interwebs? I haven't. No, I, was it on like uh, Reddit or yeah. Twitter? Reddit. Reddit and Twitter, man. It was basically everyone was just complaining about the Mito, which is funny because like <laughs> I was talking with uh, Kick Kutcha today from Massive Breakdowns, and uh, we we kind of had the same viewpoint. It's like, yeah, I get that. Like a lot of people are running the Mita, but it's a long range map. So you kind of need something long range to be competitive and you need something that's in that archetype to be competitive. You know, you don't want to go in at a disadvantage. Like also, um, it's a pretty easy quest to do. Yeah. And it's going to be everyone's highest light level gun when you do that quest. Like I understand the, like the really good players are using it because it's good for a, uh, you know, for for the map and for the situation needed. But a lot of people are just using it because it's what they have, and it's the best thing they have. Uh, because it's the easiest of the exotic quests to do, and it drops, you know, at a high enough light level that it's higher than whatever you're getting from your legendaries and your blues. Yep, dude, totally, one hundred percent. But yeah, it it was everywhere. Like, let's be honest, it was everywhere. Uh, but that doesn't really bother me. I know people get upset about, you know, they get killed by a gun, and the first thing they do is blame the gun and not, you know, oh, I walked out into an open lane and got four tapped before I could get back to cover. Uh, <laughs> stupid Mida. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my fault for walking out into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I was playing with some people that were getting pretty upset, like when they'd show the other team, and they're like, "Oh, they're all running Mita," and it's kind of like, "Yeah, but what do you expect?" Three of us on this team are. I don't know what you're bitching about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I don't yeah, know, this man. map. Yeah, this map was definitely in favor to use the Mita. It's in your best interest on this map. Or any other any other scout rifle. It's not a hand cannon map. No. Unless you were just wanna be up in their face all the time. But otherwise, yeah, it's definitely favor the scout rifle play. Do we know um did you do we know if like the map is gonna be the same next week or if it changes? It's gonna change. Uh what? They post Bungie posted a tweet today with what map it's actually going to be on next week. I thought they did, but they did that for this week too. That's the thing is they posted it? that it was going to be a different map, and they didn't let us know that it was actually this map. Like they they said that it was going to be a different map than what it would actually ended up being. Oh really? I didn't yep. see that mis- part of it. Yeah, like misdirection oh. kind of thing. Hmm. Yep. Clever girl. <laughs> so yeah so i don't know man it's uh it'll be interesting to see it would be kind of cool if they had another secret like map for this you know what i mean like maybe like map that they haven't released yeah because right like now nine... it says oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say maybe like nine secret maps to go with the lore of the nine maybe that's asking a bit much but can always be optimistic. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they've yeah. got it on uh, survival on altar of flame next week. Yep. I'm really sad. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss most of the weekend next week for that. I'm. 
I'm going to work from home on Monday, so hopefully I can sneak some cards in. But I'm also, because I was like, oh, I'll just play Monday night. It'll be no big deal. And then I'm like, oh, shit, we have a podcast to record. Oh, we're recording Incorrect. Sunday we're night. We're recording Sunday night, so you yes. have all Monday night to play because I'm going to D.C. We're fucking playing Monday night, boys. Oh, my God. That's amazing. All right. Cool. Well, I'm happy about that. I can definitely play some survival games then. Oh, awesome. Anything else about Trials? Did you? Oh, did you guys, Nessie, did you try out that Trials hand cannon at all? Um, I, I can't remember which weapons I've got. I can tell you that I haven't tried out any of the weapons that I've got. I've looked, <laughs> I looked at the perks. Yeah. And the, the perk is really cool and really useful. Yep. But I was just so focused in on the loadout that I've had, and it was obviously being successful. So I stuck with that. Yep. But looking at those perks, it's like, okay, that's that's going to be useful when I'm not on this map right now. Right. Yeah. What, I, what are the perks? I played with them. Uh, they're they're all like a little bit different. Um, Sliding around corners uh, reloads your weapon. Yep. That one's really possible. That one's really popular. So like the hand what? cannon has slide shot. So sliding partially reloads this weapon's magazine and temporarily boosts range and stability. But the other option is opening shot. Improved accuracy and range on the opening shot of the attack. And. I really like that one because that basically led to a headshot your first shot. And you pair that with moving target on the hand cannon, increase movement targets or increase movement speed and target acquisition when aiming down sights. So I don't know, I really like that a lot yeah. on on that. The scout has a slide option too. Um, but the scout also has a cocoon perk. It's called auto loading holster. Holstering the weapon automatically reloads after a short period of time, and it gives you that click. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, they also have the <laughs> the scout also has pulse monitor, which auto reloads part of the magazine when the wielder is critically wounded. So if you're in a gunfight, it's gonna auto reload while you're in the gunfight. Oh. I'm not sure I how much that's going to uh, help me uh, when I'm, you know, getting shot in the back and don't know where they're shooting me from. Hey, my gun that I haven't fired a bullet from yet is reloaded. Great. <laughs> I can yeah. see that first shot being more accurate, like being a headshot. I mean, if that adds more flinch, I mean, that could definitely give you a hands up on your one. It you the fight right there. It, yeah. dude. That, that I'm not a hand cannon guy in D2, and I was having a lot of fun in that with that hand cannon in regular Crucible this weekend when I wasn't playing Trials. Um, okay. I would definitely say give it a try. the uh, The sniper has uh, quick draw on it, and the auto rifle has hip fire on it. Yeah, the shotgun is the one I was most excited about. It's because the shotgun still has that that slide perk where you slide and it refills a portion of your magazine, Ooh. but it also improves the um, the range and something else on it. I can't remember. After after you slide, it improves the range of your next shot. That's awesome. I do not have the shotgun, but I could see that being pretty great, man. I'm going to have to get that next weekend. Yeah, the range and the, uh, the accuracy bonuses are far more important than the reloading because, I mean, you don't have... Not very often with uh, shotguns are you going to have a ton of uh, ammo in reserve because you have to pick up the power weapon or the power ammo and then probably pick up a second one to have it in reserve. Mm. However, added range and extra accuracy always going to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially um, when 
Go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I was going to say, especially when most of the people that are using shotguns are already sliding. So when you're incorporating a perk that you've already been doing for the last year and a half, two years, three years, whatever it may be, it's giving you something for nothing for just playing the way you've already been playing. Yep. It's like they were thinking of Trials players when they created the Trials weapons. Yeah, that's weird, huh? So, okay. So I first got into Trials, not to make this a Trials podcast, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I first got into Trials and first started playing, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, they are giving me so much rep. It is so rewarding. And then you hit seven wins or you're flawless, and you get nothing for the rest of the weekend on that character um, besides just random legendary drops. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I mean, the drops are cool, but for me, Trials is more like going in with Ghosty and just killing other people that may be at our skill level, but most likely probably at a lower skill level um, and just just having fun. Um, yeah. Establishing the dominance. Weapons, <laughs> the Trials weapons have never been like anything amazing. Uh, like last year, the or last year, D1, the Blind Perdition, wasn't a huge fan of that. I'd rather use a Hawksaw. Right. Like Doctrine. having these, eh, just eh for me, you know, it's like, it wasn't a huge thing for me, the Doctrine. Like the weapons and the the armor rewards, it's like whatever. It's just fun to play. I liked I liked the winged word. Um, I had a pretty good longbow, but I, I don't know, the winged word felt better to me. But um, I agree, man. I got I was really hard up on getting that blind perdition, and I don't think I got it until my fourth or fifth time going flawless in year three. And when I got it, I was like, "Dude, my my PDX forty five is m- more reliable than this. Like, it's a great weapon, but if you have a good hawksaw or a good PDX, like, why would you use it?" Yep. So true. Oh. Oh well. Um, so I, I actually started a second warlock today. <laughs> so oh, that, double characters. Yep. So that I can run my main warlock in trials. And then when he gets to seven wins or flawless, I can just switch to my other warlock and also run him in trials <laughs> and get some sort of rewards for doing it. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'll have all the weapons in like a month and a half, but I don't know, man. It's still. Yeah. You should have created that second warlock when you were about. 240 and trying to get your light level up uh double warlock now doesn't necessarily get you a whole lot yeah but other if, than light, if you light don't level... want to run anything else that, other than warlock yeah but if light level doesn't really matter in in pvp and i'm already 290 something like i'm not That's what I'm saying light at this point anyways i guess what i'm saying is why create another warlock at this point uh 100 just so when i'm playing trials like once i've fill out that first card i can just go to a different character and at least feel like i'm getting something for continuing to play i mean i don't know man i mean i i get that i'll have all the rewards pretty quickly but i don't know to each their own i have have a level six hunter and a level four warlock waiting for me to actually pay attention to but uh haven't reached that point yet somehow my uh, my real world, real life stuff has gotten busier when fall has rolled around. Uh, so, like four out of the five nights a week, I have something that's keeping me from playing uh, Destiny during the work week. So, 
Yeah, it's been a, it's going to be a long grind until I have all three characters running the raid each week and then running trials each weekend. So I'm running a warlock. Nips, you're running a titan. Ghost, what are you maining right now? I go titan. What what titan class are you running? Striker. Uh, I haven't really figured out which one. I, I really like the sentinel. Okay. Um, but I think the most useful super is still going to be the hammers, just because it has that distance. You know, they seem pretty strong. What about you, Nessie? Um, the first character I made was Titan. He's the only character that I've taken through like a portion of the raid and uh, through the trials and went flawless and everything. Um, and I was running, I was running Slam as well. It's because I think it's it's really good for shutdowns on the especially the shutdown roamers outside of Golden Gun because that'll just yeah. take anyone out. But um, yeah, being able to panic smash a, a Stormcaller or Sentinel Shield or anything, it, it's it's nice having that in your back pocket. Dude, that can eat a single Golden Gun shot. I definitely got shot when I was slamming uh, with the first shot and it didn't shut me down. The guy didn't get a second shot off. I was real happy about that. <laughs> it's useful. He was probably not real happy about it, but I was real happy about it. That <laughs> Sentinel Shield, dude, it's funny how you can throw it directly at someone and miss, but if you bank it off a wall, it's going to hit them every time. You guys notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've actually been running away from someone and thrown it at the wall directly in front of me, and it's bounced back and killed the person chasing me. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can't tell you happen. how many times I've missed just throwing it trying to throw it directly at someone yeah yeah that was my problem in the beta when i played with it i was not banking it and i was uh i was losing a lot with it but i i I haven't decided what my other subclass is going to be that i'm going to try out if i'm going to go hunter or titan i'm i'm kind of leaving that slot open for now probably (sighs) should make a third warlock so you can make sure you get all of the armor (laughs) Yeah, get real dirty. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I, I, I went into the beta thinking I was going to play Hunter, and uh, I came out just wanting to play Warlock, and then I went into this PC beta questioning my thoughts on Warlock and came out of the PC beta going, yep, I'm definitely going to be a Warlock, so <laughs> I guess I guess that's where I'm going, man. <laughs> Night Stalker is real good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes me want to play... Uh, Hunter a bit more so I can unlock that Night Stalker class. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I learned this today. The smoke grenade pings on the radar like there's an enemy there. So you can plant a smoke grenade on a wall, have someone go to flank it, only to find a smoke grenade exploding in their face and (laughs) have it set up to get them. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I only learned that yesterday. So that was, yeah. Pretty yeah. crazy. Intentional from Bungie? From Bungie? I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I learned it today. I don't, I, I don't know. Hearing that though makes me go, oh, the Night Stalker kind of. That's that's a really useful tool. Like to, to mess with someone's radar is 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 pretty awesome. It's you know, very useful, absolutely. Especially if you crouch. Like, cause no one, dude, no one's like crouching in D2. I only ran into like one or two other teams where they're actually using crouch on the radar to like, to blip it. And so if you are crouching and then you throw that, you know, smoke nade and they think you're 
to the left, but you're really crouching to the right. Like, I could really see you coming at him like that. And you can do that, like, every, like, what? Is it 45 seconds for that thing to respawn? Yeah, so, like, what, a ma match, match and a half? And then if you have exotics that help with it or armor mods that help with cooldown, like, that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I haven't played around with Night Soccer too much. I know my friend had a, a pair of boots on where he would, he would shoot out his tether, and I think, like, you get super energy back to you based on how many uh, enemies you've tethered. So he would shoot a, a tether into a huge mob, and within seconds he would have his tether right back. Yeah, we literally just banned supers. The entire uh, part of the raid where you have to get the the relics and like plant the staffs. Val had that exotic on. I think it's the Orpheus rig or Orpheum rig, something like that is the name of it. And uh, he would just sit there and tether everything, and then everyone else would spam supers because we never had to because orbs were everywhere, and he just kept tethering. It was the greatest PVE experience in terms of <laughs> just ad control of, of all time. Yeah, those those things seem super powerful for PVE, yeah. obviously. Yeah, well, the Stompies seem pretty good, too, for for Hunters. So, I don't know, man. Maybe my third character will have to be a Hunter. Maybe I'll abandon my second Warlock since I'm being made fun of and, <laughs> and go Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'd say run the Warlock until you get all of the chest pieces and boots and gloves to make your, your Warlock fabulous, and then maybe move on. And then move on, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um... Anything else on, on D2 that really stuck out to you guys or that you're feeling this week? We had a lot of fun uh, today in our 100 clan chat. Congratulating the people who first cleared the raid for our group and first uh, got to seven wins on a trials card. So I saw a little bit of uh, complaints on Twitter about people getting rewards for stuff they didn't complete and that, you know, Oh, you didn't beat the raid, why are you getting raid gear? Or you didn't get the seven wins and trials, why are you getting trials gear? Well, one, it drops at 10 light. Yep. Ten, and so you have to infuse something into it. And two, I mean, I wasn't part of either group that got the group that, but it was a lot of fun being like, man, who got that? I showed up and there was an engram waiting for me and everyone patting that person on the back and like, it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's super cool. And you don't and, and we confirm that you don't even need a flawless to get the trials gear. It's it's legit just seven wins and you get it for your clan. Yep. Yep. As long yeah, as you I, have two people in the group that are part of the clan. No, no. 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 Oh. Because I got it for our clan and I was the only one running trials. And um I just got to seven wins and everyone in my clan had a had a uh engram. Oh, nice. Yeah, ditto, ditto for my group, too. I think they might be bugged unintentionally, but they can leave it as is if they'd like. It definitely um, says yeah. at least half the fire team is part of the clan for the rewards. Oh, yeah. huh. Interesting. Well, yeah, hopefully the, they the don't clan, pass that. The clan aspect is definitely way cool. I mean, the fact that it actually means something now in D2 as opposed to D1 is definitely an upgrade in my book. Yeah. Dude, there's there's people in our i mean our clan's really small but there's definitely people in our clan that have no intention to run trials really ever they just they aren't pvp people so like for them to be able to get like a gun or something that they'd never have access to otherwise like 
they aren't going to play PvP with it anyways. Like, why do you care if they're going to take it into a strike or, like, a raid, you know? Like, I don't know, man. I'm all about sharing. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah I think they did a really good job with that reward system, rewarding everyone in the clan for maybe somebody that did something that other people may never want to do or ever be able to do. I think that was that's really cool the way they did that. Yep, I totally yeah. agree, man. And ranking up your clan just gives you one more thing to do, you know? I mean, if if you're worried about running out of things to do or blowing through the game too quickly, I mean, that's just one more addition to that, that yeah, list. That is a slow crawl, that clan rank. <laughs> yeah, that is a very slow crawl. Especially if you have, like, 14 people like we do. I know some of the bigger clans, <laughs> like, they, they maxed out pretty quick, but... Well, yeah, um, but they you only get 100000 a week, and from rank... <laughs> Two to three, it costs one hundred and twenty-five thousand. So you're automatically oh, okay. time gated into two weeks. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize that. So, and I think it's going to be even longer from three to four, and from four to five will be even longer than that. So, there's a, there's an artificial time gating involved, but uh, I don't know. It's still fun getting that your first five thousand of the week. Yeah, and I like that you can just do anything that you like to, like. I was running PvP all week, and it still contributed to clan stuff, you know? That's cool that I don't have to be like, oh, now I have to go run missions, or oh, now I have to go do public events for the clan. Like, if I don't want to do that stuff, I don't have to, and I can still max out my my XP for the clan, and that's, that's the Is way that it should be. some sort of March in Charlottesville or something like that, your public event for the clan? <laughs> 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 I'm just glad I was no. the first one to do that. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. it took it. It took a second. It took a second. Oh, Jesus! But no, well. it is nice. You can play whatever you want, and it helps everyone out. Yeah, and, and yeah. I really like the way they um they pop up like 500 or 250 XP like on your yeah. screen. Yeah. So like you'll be playing with a uh, a bunch of your friends, and all of a sudden it says your clan was awarded like 500, and you're like, oh hey look, someone else was doing something for the clan. That's pretty cool. Yep. Right, yeah, because yeah. like when it's you who does it, it says you contributed on there. But if it, it's just popping up there when and other people do stuff too, so you're like, oh, I'm not the only one playing right now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a, money in your pocket. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, a piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, I was playing with Lotus this weekend, and he shut down a super or something, and then all of a sudden, like 250 clan XP popped up, and I'm like, dude, nice. <laughs> 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 uh yeah no i like how that's going so uh earlier this week before trials dropped uh val nips panda and i were running some uh pvp and uh panda pointed out that our team name was pretty cool uh the team that we were running was val's fingers nips and snatch oh, <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, what's the rating on this podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm turned on i don't know about anybody else <laughs> oh shit uh so i've been no life in the game since it dropped um but nips you have not been no life in the game what's up with that uh still still working that gwent ladder trying to get up there uh i did not play nearly a as much this week as I did the week before. Uh, I think I climbed one rank. It's mostly because I haven't played a ton, 
but also because I've reached the point now where a win is worth like 28 ranking points and a loss is a negative 22. So I need to actually go on a winning streak to make any sort of progress, which is cool that I'm up that high that we've reached the spot where, you know, I actually have to be better than average to climb any further. But I just I haven't been dedicating the time I need to get those last two ranked levels to get to the spot where I'm real happy with where I'm at. But damn, I love that game. It's really <laughs> fun. It's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Ghost, Nessie, have you guys played anything besides Destiny since it dropped? I haven't. I've, I'm strictly just Destiny 2. I mean, I barely have enough time to play that. I, I play max two two nights a week. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, and for me, yeah, I, I'm not proud to admit, but I have <laughs> way, <laughs> way too many hours spent to this game. I'm, I'm happily in... Can we look Second that up? Because I'd like to yep. know. I am I'm actually doing right that now. right now. <laughs> yeah. I am happily in second place amongst my friends in time played so far. Jeez. Um, Let's I, see. I'll be honest. I, I did take 19 days of PTO once this game dropped. <laughs> so <laughs> So you're not even done with your vacation yet then. Okay. This is great, guys. This is great. So, Nessie, do you want to guess... How many hours you have in this game? We'll start with PvP first. Like in PvP alone, do you want to guess how many hours you have in here? Well, I don't know. Is this cheating? I have uh, the Xbox app up here on my phone. Oh, okay. This, okay. this is going to give me, I guess, all hours, not just PvP allocated. Okay. Um, but if I had to say for PvP, it would probably be a fraction of what the other game. So oh, maybe like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe like... Seven hours of PvP. You have fifteen hours and forty-one minutes of PvP. <laughs> and PVE. <laughs> PVE. You have three days, fifteen hours, Jesus. and forty-seven minutes. So you have four days. Wait, what is that? Four days and seven. Four days and six hours. Yeah, the the Xbox app over here is telling me I played this game for one hundred and fifty-two hours. Oh my god! In this shower. Not as dirty as a second warlock dirty, but still dirty. Oh, <laughs> not as dirty as that little low low insole, huh? You said 142. Uh, the Xbox app is saying 152 hours. 152. So 152 yeah, divided by 24 the... is six and a third. One's got yes. orbit time and the other one isn't. Yeah, something. well, orbit time and running around the tower and putting on shaders and all that. I do do stuff. that quite a bit. I so do you the have, fashion show. So you have like four days of actually playing and two days of just messing with shaders. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> like I said, I'm happily in second place on my friends list. Oh, that's awesome, oh. man. That Who's awesome. first? Someone we all know, but I don't know if we should name drop him. I don't know how he'd feel. Is it Valaru? No. <laughs> is, is, it someone that, say. is it someone that we also know? Yeah, all all of us. He's in oh, the yeah, Discord. Then, then yeah, you I'm should definitely with, name drop it. I'm going to go with Wes. <laughs> oh. uh, no. No. Uh, Scout? Damn. No. No, not Scout. Uh, Rebels? No. Uh, think, think across the ocean. Glosso? 
Oh yeah, dude, totally. Or is it Scope? Clopso. It's yeah, totally. Clopso doesn't fucking sleep, dude. I played. Oh, God. I played trials with that dude till like two thirty in the morning, and I woke Your up time? at yeah my time. Which and is I woke up in the morning. His geez. time. I woke up to go to work, and we played for like, like I mean, he was playing all night, dude. Like, cause <laughs> I played a trials card, and then I jumped in with Scout and Clopso and Dex and played a trials card, and so he was on for a good like five six hours at least before I went to bed, and I woke up four hours later and went to work, and I turned on Twitch, and he's playing with eye rolling sweets. <laughs> in the game and i'm like dude i'm like we were playing trials like four and a half hours ago you're still playing <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah no i i totally wow did you guys uh so then <laughs> yeah he's got he's got a lot of hours when the game dropped did you guys have a uh like a binge session when it first dropped or were you able to do anything like that no i i <laughs> i was supposed to go into work but I got low tire pressure, like, halfway in on my commute. So I turned around and called my boss and played it off like I really needed to go home. And then I went to home and worked from home and played the rest of the day. But I originally <laughs> had planned on going into the office. So. <laughs> That's great. Yep. I got three hours in when the game dropped and then had to wait till, like, 7 o'clock the next day to continue playing. But it's all right. I caught up quickly enough. My my Titan's like 290 right now, so nice. there's nothing I can't do in the game with it. Although we failed real hard when we tried the Prestige Nightfall the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> have, have you guys been able to do that at all? I completely forgot about that thing. I ran the regular. I didn't even try the Prestige. We made it to the drills, uh, the arms, the rotating arms before we ran out of time. That's as far as we made it on the Prestige. Yeah, and that's where they give you uh, they give you more time there too. Yep. Except for we got sideswiped by a drill, and even if we had, <laughs> even if we had hit all of them and gotten the extra two minutes, we weren't beating the game or oh, beating the, awesome. the thing from there. That's awesome. Did we do the prestige this week, Cam? No, I think we just I, did the nightfall. We didn't do the prestige, did we? I don't think we even did the nightfall, did we? Uh, I don't think we did. I know I did the prestige with a different group, but I don't think you and I have run the nightfall yet this week. Uh, oh, all right. He has um, got about four hours till reset, so <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, you're you're uh Nessie, you're sitting at a healthy two point three six KD for the weekend for trials, man. Bravo. I know man, I told you we we had either we we're playing really bad people or we were doing way better than we what we would normally play because two point three six for me, that's high. I'm more around like a one point six, one point seven, so that's like, almost, I don't know, that's math, but that's a lot better than I usually do. Yeah, 85% <laughs> win streak, dude. That's pretty awesome. I mean, it could be both, too. They're, the player base is huge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're just not as bad as you think you are. Oh, thanks. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it also helps, you know, you playing with the guys that we normally play with a lot, too. We got a couple of guys that we play with. They're overseas as well. They'll stay up crazy hours to play with us. Um, we've been playing with them for a while. Yeah, it's real nice. Always helps to have team, those teammates. Team is so important in this game. Like team yeah. shot, team shotting means everything in most fights. Yep. 
Yeah, lone wolfing is a, definitely a lot harder to pull off for sure, man. Awesome. Anything else on D2 for you guys? Or I got nothing. Games? No, no, sir. So I took a uh, I took a trip this weekend, guys. I have been listening to Nips talk about Three Floyd's beer and their brewery and how awesome they are for nine episodes now. I mean, it isn't every week, but it feels like that. So I they are uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I was talking to my local liquor store, which is pretty cool. And the dude's like, you know, you can go get that in Wisconsin. And in Wisconsin's like a 20, 25 minute drive from my house. So I was like, oh, okay. So he like s- told me a liquor store to go to. He's like, they have lots of great beer. So uh, the wife and I hopped in the car on Saturday and we uh, we threw a movie on for the kids on the tablet so they could watch the tablet. <laughs> we drove to Wisconsin to go get some Three Floyds beer. And uh, it was pretty awesome to, <laughs> to to go on a road trip to, to get some beer that I don't have access to here in Minnesota. Um, and that is, you know, I, I bought like a special edition that they had. I bought an IPA. But I think this week I'm going to go with their American uh, Sessions Ale. Um which is called Yum Yum, and it's it's pretty cool, man. All their all their bottles like have like really cool artwork on it. Uh, this one's like a weird Indian looking dude with like six arms and some cats on it, and it's holographic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I will save the other labels that I got for a later time, but um. It was one of those things where I took the bottles out of the like, six pack and I put them in the fridge and we were going to go and do something else. So the wife and the kids were still in the car and I actually walked back to the car with the empty six pack like cardboard. And I was like, babe, you just got to look at how ridiculous these graphics are before we throw these away because it's worth <laughs> it's worth just looking at the ridiculousness of their artwork. Um but besides good artwork, they make good beer, man. It's it's this is what the dude uh we went to Casanova um Casanova Liquors in Hudson and this beer was what the dude suggested I get. He said it was his favorite uh summer beer and I have to agree, man. It's it's really good. It's really smooth. It's not it's not too hoppy. Um it's not like a watery Budweiser. It's it's just a, a good beer. So some what weekend the, uh, what was the brewery? Uh, it's called Three Floyds. Some weekend, yeah. we need to take a trip down to visit Nessie, because I'm pretty sure he lives some t- somewhere within, like, 20 minutes from the Three Floyds brewery. He oh, hey. is not lying. Yeah, Three Floyds is in a town called Munster, which is about 20, 25 minutes from where I live. Um, so so we, we it, got a base of operation. And Nessie's not much of a beer drinker, so we have a DD as well. Hey. <laughs> hey. Awesome. All right, so party at Nessie's house. Sounds like maybe the worst summer movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> Dude, just shoot me your address. We totally won't show up unannounced in like All two right, weeks. Cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my social too, or are we good on that? No, no, just I'm getting that from Equifax. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go through your wallet. <laughs> I thought that information was just for the podcast. <laughs> just for the I told you I'm not going to charge your credit card yet. <laughs> uh... So, 
No, so now we've already called out Nessie as not being much of a beer drinker, which is fine. You are not the first person. You won't be the last person. Do you uh, have a preferred drink of choice when you're out and about on the town? Uh, something I really haven't put much thought into. Um, it doesn't have to contain alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. I usually just go with a, like a classic uh, Coke or Pepsi. Nothing, nothing extravagant. Are you but, an uh, energy drink guy at all? So, Destiny Two had that partnership with uh, what was it, Rockstar, right? Yep. Yep. And for the longest time, I had a group of friends up uh, where we are, and we would, we would just check like the local groceries, the local gas stations, just trying to find this this Rockstar energy drink. And one day, I went into my local Speedway, and they had it there. So I messaged all my friends like, hey, you guys want me to get you some of this stuff? You know, how many do you want? What can? What flavor? Whatever. <laughs> how many? How, what are we doing here? So I sent out this text. They sent me their list. And I walk out of this this gas station with like a carton of energy drinks. Like <laughs> something something you would buy at like Costco, right? It has like a 36 pack. I walk out of this, this, this gas station with all these energy drinks and i don't even like the flavor i i open all of these energy drinks up and just pour them all down <laughs> i don't like the flavor of this stuff at all yeah at least not rockstar yeah you, you made the right call for being honest yeah yeah i i wasn't a fan either i uh i had necessary evil wanted some uh he couldn't find any of the hunter cans and we have them here in uh at the local gas station so he's like if anyone sees any buy me eight of them and I went into a gas station and they didn't have it. And there was another one on the way to pick up the kids. And I stopped at that one and they had seven. And so I'm walking up to like <laughs> to like the cashier like with the seven cans. Dude doesn't live by me. So I just, you know, like popped the tops and sent him the codes. And I tried to salvage the cans. And I, I did. And opening cans after you pop the top off of them is way harder than you think it would be. Like I figured I could just like you know use a little leverage and open them up nah dude i was like stabbing the shit out of them to open them (laughs) (laughs) and and they weren't that good (laughs) i really i if i'm gonna drink an energy drink it's gonna be like a red bull or something i'm not a i i wasn't liking their low carb hunter cans man that's not not my thing i mean you don't like the taste of liquid meth (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of kind of like i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) I prefer my meth uh, in the smoke form. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer to inhale my meth. <laughs> I like injecting it in between my toes, you know, because like then oh, it doesn't yeah. leave like track marks that people can see. It's getting too real. Bad <laughs> <laughs> <Add> memories. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if I were to circle back and give a uh, an energy drink. Uh, selection it would be a red bull the cranberry you know my what i'm talking man, about my man my man blueberry i thought you were going blueberry uh, no 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 cranberry, cranberry. so good yes yep. so good yep i wish you could get a big can of that but no they only sell those tiny little things i know man. it pisses me off dude i'm with you 100 percent. my red bull of choice i actually have a four pack of it sitting up upstairs in the fridge right now really yeah i love it it's good stuff. All right. Well, that concludes the show. Uh, Cranberry Red Bull. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rules all. Rules all.
uh, uh, Ghost, what are, what about you, man? What are you what are you thinking? Uh, I am a beer drinker. Okay. Um, and so I'm definitely not going to DD for you guys. Yeah, I like <laughs> I'll just be that guy that you. will be like, yeah, sure, I'll DD. And then when I get there, I take three shots and like, yeah, you guys are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I Race put to see who gets the lesser. Phone, so I'll pay for this run aid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll get you guys next time. I promise. <laughs> uh, no, for um. For beers, like, I love dark beers. Like, I love porters, stouts. I, I think that's, like, truly what beers are supposed to taste like. Um, so, for my beer recommendations of the week, I'm going to go with a local choice. Uh, so, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, craft beer scene is just blowing up in North Carolina right now. Um, so, we have breweries going up almost every day. One that's been around for a while is Deep River Brewing Company. It's in Clayton, North Carolina. So anybody that's, you know, coming through town or coming through North Carolina, stop by. Um, but, yeah, they have a 4042 stout, which is like a sweet uh, milk stout. And it's, you know, got a chocolatey flavor to it. It's pretty smooth. And then if I'm going to recommend, like, my favorite beer of all time, it's going to be the Young's Double Chocolate Stout, which is uh, a nitro stout. I don't know Ooh, if nice. have you guys, yeah, you guys ever do experience the uh, or experiment with the nitros? Yep. Yep. At all? Yeah. So if, I guess for our, our non-beer drinkers, you know, normally you use uh, <laughs> carbon dioxide to uh, yes. deliver the beer. <laughs> uh, use carbon dioxide to deliver the beer, and if you have too much, it can actually ruin the taste of it. So what they've actually done is they use nitrogen to uh, pressurize the canisters, and that actually you can deliver it, you know, for big breweries that have multiple floors. You can get the, you know beer to the tap on additional floors, you know, that are pretty far away from the source. So, yeah, so, and it gives it, like, a smooth finish. You know, you can pour it, like, straight into a glass where you don't have to tilt the glass or anything like that, and it'll form its own head. Um, and I just, I love the taste of it. And I, it's definitely my go-to anywhere, anywhere I go, if it's available. I'll have to see if we have that here, man. That sounds really good. I'll have to try that. Oh, yeah, yeah check I'm it out. It's got to give it a shot, too. Really good chocolatey flavor. Like, I mean, chocolate is my weakness for sure. <laughs> so if I can get it in beer form, like, even better. <laughs> you were such a girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just buy me chocolate and touch my butt. <laughs> All I ask for. That's awesome, man. Uh, do they do, is it like a nitro ball actually in the can? Like, uh, so, doesn't, doesn't Guinness do the nitro ball in the can? Yeah, Guinness does it too. A lot of breweries do do it where they actually have some type of mechanism for the cans where when you open it, it actually releases the nitrogen then. Yep. Uh, and then some brews actually, you know, in the bottle, they finish it with a nitrogen while they're brewing it, and then they seal it in the glass bottle. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. You should check it out for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. We'll definitely add it to the list, and that'll be a I'll have to call up Elevated and see if they have it or, or go over to Casanova and see if they have it. Come to Wisconsin. I'm sure we'll have uh, some sort of ridiculous beer selection for you here. Dude, that, oh, be- yeah, I bet. that beer selection at Casanova, man. I wa- like Elevated is good, but I walked into Casanova and I was like, holy crap, dude. Like they are. 
I like this. Like, I was, <laughs> I was like, what do you suggest? And he takes me to this wall and it's just bombers, like all the way up to the ceiling, just bombers. And I'm like, dude, like there's so many one-off beers in front of me right now. I, I could just stare at this wall for 15 minutes before even picking one of them. That's crazy. What are you doing this week, Nips? So in the uh, Death Rx chat today, uh, we got talking about Scotch again. Uh, and I came to think that I should probably share my, my everyday sipping Scotch, if you will. The, uh, the go-to when I don't want to spend a ton of money, uh, but I always have it on hand. It's a nice Scotch. Like, it's not super complicated. It's not super PD for those people who don't like PD Scotches. Uh, it is Glenmorangie's Quinta Rubin. And it is a real nice, just smooth scotch. And it's fantastic for, you know, sitting out at a fire with a glass or in the winter, sitting at your fireplace. Basically, there needs to be fire involved. Um, <laughs> Do you like sometimes just like hold a lighter and drink it? Like you yeah. don't have a fire around? <laughs> I just I just sit there. I swirl it around in the glass. I'm like, it's good to have land. And then I just sip on it. It, Does it, it ever get warm in Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, there are always fires there. There's like two, two and a half weeks where it can get kind of warm in the summer. But that's, oh, that's God, about I it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's a real nice introductory scotch to somebody who's never drank scotch or has tried it and like, oh God, this tastes awful, and you're trying to like get them involved so that they, they start to like it a little bit more. Uh, Glenmorangie Quinta Ruba is pretty good for that, and it's at a reasonably decent price point. I think you can get it, you know, depending on where you're looking, somewhere between 40 and 50 bucks, which isn't bad for a high-quality bottle of scotch. Uh, Lord knows I have enough bottles in this house that cost three figures. But I should probably be ashamed of myself. But, um, Papa Nips. Papa Nips, big bucks. everyone. Big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have more money than brains and a taste for fine scotch, so I do dumb things in life. I uh <laughs> I don't drink scotch because I'm not a real man and uh I would probably just vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave my sister in law some of my uh Ardbeg Ugadal, which is a super peaty uh Scotch, yeah, and she she said it tasted like a mixture of uh, lamp oil and turpentine. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, well then let's not waste any more of that on you. And I just took the glass away. From <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my brother-in-law's uh, an, uh, grew up in Kentucky. Like he's he's very Kentucky proud, and he likes his. Uh, I always forget. Is, is it is it like they there is it bourbonized it's Kentucky? Bourbon. Okay, yeah. So because it's you don't want to call it whiskey, right? Because like I always get it confused because I don't I don't drink either of them. But yeah. So anyways, he's really big on it, right? And so I think it was the first or second Christmas I went home with my wife when we were still dating in college. Uh, he had two bottles of Johnny Walker Blue there, and it was a big deal like for Christmas, and he 
like poured some Johnny Walker blue for me and I like had a sip of it and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, eh, I don't really like whiskey. <laughs> I'm really sorry because oh this is a very expensive bottle. You probably shouldn't pour me any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy that worked as a uh, bartender in Charlotte and they sold Johnny Walker blue shots of it for $30 a shot. Yeah, yeah, dude. The bottles are expensive, man. The the bottles Jeez. themselves are really expensive. Um, right now it looks like uh, one hundred and fifty dollars a bottle is pretty average. Nice. For you get a whole lot of Red Bull for that much. Yeah, dude. Think of all yeah. the cranberry Red Bull <laughs> that you could get. You get a whole lot of meth for that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the liquid kind, like the. <laughs> guys i can't come into work today why not i can't walk i was gonna buy some johnny walker blue but instead i just sat in my basement and shot meth into my feet <laughs> i melted my teeth last night i haven't ate any breakfast uh, i was gonna start calling it the potato gums podcast jeez <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there, what you did there. <laughs> oh god got it back around so Awesome. Well, I'm glad that someone here appreciates um, manly alcohols yeah. and can die. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, on, right. Um, and and can talk to our fans about that because I'm definitely not your guy. Um, but if you want a good vodka drink, man, vodka with that cranberry Red Bull and a little splash of Red Bull mm. or a little spa- splash of cranberry in there too. Oh, dude. That's where it's at. I I bartended for like seven years. And before Cranberry Red Bull was a thing, that was always like my drink was like pour some uh, some like Belvedere or some Kettle One in with Red Bull and then do a splash of Cranberry. And then they came out with Cranberry Red Bull and I'm like, they read my mind. So, yeah. Anyways. You missed out on your million dollar idea. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was I was definitely the first person to ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) so um this week we have a new twitch streamer of the week and uh he's a pretty cool guy man what do you what do you think about him nips so i hadn't actually heard of him until you told me you liked uh his stream and i should check it out and i went and watched and it was like immediately as soon as you jump in you just feel like you're part of the community already like as soon as you step in uh i was at work and like listening to the podcast and i'm like just smile on my face because of the interactions between uh this guy and his chat and i was like yeah this is definitely a guy that i could see myself going to and watching definitely well, we sat down uh, with our Twitch streamer of the week, Blue Moxie, and uh, he had a couple things to tell us. And I don't know, we're just going to give you a little feel for him because he definitely has a very like energetic, charismatic personality. So, um, yeah, enjoy the interview with him, and uh, hopefully you'll stop by his channel and uh, and check him out. All right, we are here with our streamer of the week uh, recommendation, Blue Moxie. Hi, Blue. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. How about you yeah. tell us a little bit about your stream today? Yeah, man. Hey, how you got started? Going? Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Awesome. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, I've always wanted to be in broadcasting. Um, I've always wanted to do some sort of broadcasting. I'm not necessarily a TV kind of guy, um, but I always wanted to do like the ESPN radio or something, you know, or sports talk of some sort. I love sports, love a big football guy. Um, then I discovered Twitch, and I've always had video games in my life. So I was like, well, I play video games. That's pretty cool that people can do that. Uh, and then as I learned more and more about Twitch, it made me more and more want to do it. So uh, a long ways off from doing that for a living. <laughs> but um, I hit the button for the first time in April after um, doing what I thought was enough research to uh, know what I'm doing. So I started to stream from my console uh, originally, did from the Xbox One. I thought that was pretty cool that I could do it from that, but the Twitch app is so awkward on that. I don't know if you ever did that or not. It's yeah, it's it's <laughs> weird. It's, it's not great. Weird, yeah. yeah, it's 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 there's a lot of flipping around and stuff in there and um, snapping screens and so forth. But I did. It. I made it work, and then um, used my laptop for my to watch chat, you know, and um, just played. And I've uh, been a Destiny player since year one. That's primarily the content I stream is Destiny content. I'm a big PVE guy. Uh, you won't find me in the Crucible much. I'll go in there once in a while because if there's a cool weapon I want, I'll go in there and, and sacrifice my uh, my digital body in order to get that gun. Uh, but I'm not good at PvP. You're not people aren't coming to my channel to get the crispy headshots, you know. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So um, I I always want to be in broadcasting, so I hit the button in April, and um, I've been streaming now for so it's September, like you know, four or five months now. Uh, got affiliated a month and a half ago. My channel just started like like really growing. Like um, I was, I have a screenshot on my phone, and this isn't like for egotistical purposes or like that. You got to keep track of your personal milestones if you have dreams you want to chase, you know. And yeah, for sure. I have a screenshot on my phone from July twenty seventh where I just finally rolled at a hundred followers, and now today I'm like four oh six or something. So, like in a month, um, I've gotten like three hundred followers. Now I understand, nice. like I understand that onboarding. I know what onboarding is. But a lot of these, a lot of my followers are legitimate people that come into my chat and stuff, you know. So, yeah, um, pretty proud of that. It's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty crazy to grow your channel at the end of Destiny One too, when yeah, everyone was yeah. feeling pretty burned out with it. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, I did a little bit of Warframe in there. Um, nice. that, the game's pretty sweet. Uh, there's a lot of grind in that, and that definitely filled a need that I had for uh, a game I can grind. But now, as uh, we know, present day, uh, Destiny Two definitely offers enough of the grind. Uh, it's pretty delicious. Uh, so, um, yeah, man, we just, we're just screaming some Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is like a kind of a, um, it's a difficult game to stream right now because a lot of the bigger streamers are doing, well, everybody's streaming it, really. So, um, a small enough encumber like myself, um, if I get 10 to 12 people on my stream, I'm happy with it, you know, because, oh, sure. um, you know, they're going to the bigger streamers for like the new, like the, the new exotics and all stuff. And I'm cool with that. I understand it's a process. Um, Please do bring in new viewers. Please do bring in new people because it's going to trickle down. You know, they're going right. to people are going to want to go out and find new viewers. They're going to view new people and so forth. It's got to be patient way, you know. So, uh, but getting back into my background, um, yeah, man, just wanted to always broadcast. Now I found a way to do it without going to school for it, and it's fantastic, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of nice too because you um, you're on during the day a lot of the times, like. Um, that's what I like. I like about like, jumping in your channel is like I can be at work, and if I hit a slow point at work, like, and I check the stream, like, there's a lot of times that you're around. So, like, what do you what do you typically like? Do you have a set schedule that you're running right now, or, or what do you kind of foresee as you're going into the fall right now? Well, <laughs> working and lurking, huh? So, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I just started a new career path uh, last week, so I'm not really around during the daytime as much anymore. 
Um, I worked a lot of days. Yeah, I'm going to be streaming, which is terrible because I like those day streams a lot. Right. Um, They're super fun. But I'm going to be streaming. My schedule is uh, 8 to 11.30 weeknights, um, off on Thursdays. Friday, Saturday, however many hours I can cram in until I'm tired. Um, Saturday, lots of day. And then uh, Sunday, probably off because of football for now. Um, Maybe 6 in the morning to 11. I could probably swing that because football doesn't come on to 1. But, yeah, man. um, So is that 8 to 11.30 Eastern time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all Eastern time. I'm in the state of Pennsylvania, so. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. It's all right. We have uh, Fluffy. Fluffy struggles with time zones from time to time. <laughs> I so. don't struggle with time zones at all. It is a running joke in the show, though. Uh, I, have no, I have no problem. I I totally uh, I totally didn't put the time zone in though when Blue and I were talking earlier Funny. this week. So. <laughs> well, sorry, right, man. Mine are oversight, dude. No, no, no. It's all good. Um, no, that's cool, man. Well, congrats on the new uh, new career stuff, too. So uh, when someone's coming into your channel, um, you know, we know that you're not going to be doing the uh, the trials carries yet, maybe in the future. Uh, but uh, what are you what are you looking forward to doing with viewers? Like, are you well, running strikes or are you thinking raids or what's going to be your jam? Uh, well, OK, so I honestly don't think it matters what I'm playing because I, try, I do the same uh, same approach no matter what I'm playing. Yeah, we do strikes with viewers. Um, I do strikes, play a lot of PV, story missions, etc. Right now, everybody's grinding D2. So if I find people in the chat that want that need to uh, do an exotic quest or, uh, or grind in something, I'll do it with them. I help a couple people through the story the night even after I finished it. But my thinking is, then this is what I think attracts people to my channel. So everybody and their brother wakes up, they go to work, Monday through Friday or whatever, and they see the same people at work. They see Doris at work. She brought cake today or whatever. Uh, they see, you know, the same people day in and day out. It's Tuesday. We have tacos or whatever. They see their wife, their kids. They do the same stuff. They watch their Tuesday shows. They watch their Wednesday shows, yada, yada. Uh, life gets very mundane and boring. It's easy to get in a rut, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I like to try to provide a positive place where people can come just hang out, um, cast all their worries aside, and just like it's a place to chill, man, you know? Um, because at the end of the day, I really think the video games are a form of escapism, so to speak. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just I just try to provide a positive environment where people come in. It's not toxic, and you know, so far so good. Um, you're gonna have trolls because it's the internet. I haven't really had any yet, though. You know, I haven't. I've had my chat is awesome, man, and I've had, I've actually had people reach out to me like on Discord and so forth, and I'm like, hey, man, I really like what you got going on here. Your community's awesome. It's super positive. Uh, I really feel welcome when I come in, and that's what I'm going for essentially. So, you know, um, nothing wrong with uh, the larger streamers at all. Uh, there's nothing wrong with them at all. I'm not slanting it slandering in any way but it's difficult when you go into a like a person's chat who has fourteen thousand viewers your words are basically like throwing a piece of a leaf into a river it's just washed away like you know if you're lucky if they see a one or two comments you make if they see it but you're not going to carry on a conversation with that streamer it's just not possible for the streamer right right so i really really try to make sure that i pay attention to my chat i try to cheat chat treat chat like it is the most important thing in the world i I will stop gameplay uh, you know i'll have i'll be doing like near the end of destiny one i was doing pvp and uh, that was like 12 or 13 matches in a row, three kills, you know. And uh, <laughs> But I mean, most of it's because I'm talking to chat, you know. Like, I'm not really paying attention to the gameplay. Um, if I need to hunker down, like do a raid or something, I can be real serious and I can be a good player. Um, but I just try to, just all about chat, man. I just try to make people feel welcome and just have them give them a place to, you know, hang out. That's all. Yeah, it's important, man. It's really important. Sounds pretty awesome. So when you finish uh, your stream and you're you know power down and heading off to do whatever's next in your night uh 
when it's a good stream, what happened during that stream that made you feel like, yeah, I nailed that tonight? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out, actually. Because um, there are there are some nights when... Okay, so I did door-to-door sales for 10 years. Um, and I was really good at it. But I wasn't... Like, I didn't wear a suit and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't like... I was dressed like a normal person. So people just thought that I felt like they were talking to their neighbor or whatever. I don't know. They just felt real comfortable with me. But um, I think that... I've learned from that job, I learned to, like, not take resistance, like, in a negative light, you know what I mean? So, like, when I, like, have bad streams, stuff like that, I don't take it personally. I just, I think to myself, like, what can I do to improve? Now, that said, I think that Twitch is kind of tricky because people watch it when they're folding laundry or, like, at work and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, they're not gathering the family around the TV to watch Twitch, you know? So, like, people are going to lurk and stuff, so it's kind of hard to figure that out. But when I have a good stream, um... I guess I'm more upbeat and more more positive. Um, I'm pretty even keel though. Like you, get, you see what, what you get is what you see. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Uh, I don't have to push flip a switch or anything. This is how I act when I'm not streaming. You know, I'm always I joke around a lot. <laughs> um, you know, say stupid goopy things. Um, and that's just I'm real personable. You know, and that's how I. Act. So, but I guess the difference between a good stream and a bad stream is my energy level. But I don't even know if that it is. No, no, you have. So it is funny when I was. Because uh, Nips and I talk about like who we who we like on on Twitch right now and and why we're we're liking them or who we might suggest for to do something like this and um, when I was telling you telling him about you I was like dude he just has this like uh, charisma about him like there's something about when you get into your stream you have a very good like energy and you're very good at at involving chat like you said but there you just you have an entertaining quality and i think it it makes it easier for a viewer to come in and watch what you're doing no matter what you're doing because you yourself you have that entertainment presence and uh you know that's important on twitch and i think i i don't know i like i like that about you man i think i think that that's a good vibe that you have going in your stream and whenever i jump in like people are always seem to be engaged in chat and you seem to be very receptive about what is going on in chat. And it's just, it's a good mixture. It's a good mixture for sure. I appreciate that. I mean, that's, that's what I'm going for, you know? Um, and I will say that, um, I won't, I learned a valuable lesson. So like I was, it was Friday. I was on to like two in the morning. I had no business being on the air. I was, I was yawning, you know, I had no business being on, and, uh, but you know, it's gotten the one to do that grind, got a stream. So, um, my chat went from like, uh, I don't usually watch the number, but it went from double digits down to single. So I was like, all right, man, maybe it's time for me to wrap it up. Maybe my, maybe my energy's dropping, you know? So I was like, all right, chat. It was like, it said five people in there. Well, one's my bot, you know? And then, uh, I got my stream on too. So I think it's two. So I was like, there's, there's not a lot of people in chat. So I was like, all right, all right guys, I'm going to call it a broadcast. Uh, thanks for watching. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the follows, et cetera. Uh, I'll take. I was like, I'm gonna host someone up. If you want to watch them, that's cool. If not, you know, uh, Cook's Choice, so to speak. Remember when you're in school, you had that. You know, <laughs> I was like, just go, just go, <laughs> just, go uh, just go watch whoever. So I hit the end stream button and I hosted up uh, this one smaller streamer that I know. Uh, and um, next thing I know, like one of my like one of my community members, when I host this guy, one of my community members, he's a bigger streamer than I am. Like he comes in, he's like, oh, he, he, Congo raid, and he's all like, you know, hyping up my chat and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I. I wasn't going to do any of that, you know? I was like, but that, that taught me a lesson. Like, you never know who's lurking in yep. there, man. Yep. And I've had a couple other instances with bigger streamers. Uh, I won't, I don't want to say their names, but, like, I went into this one streamer that I watched as commonly stream, and they was like, they're like, oh, hey, Blue Moxie, I was in your stream lurking the other day. I was like, what, uh, uh, oh, you know, like, <laughs> you I had never no know, idea man. that that was going on, yep. man. So you, you never know, dude. Um, but, yeah, man, I just, I try to meet people engaged, and I try to keep them involved because, 
why else watch Twitch? You know, why would you want to watch right. somebody play a video game that's not that skilled? You know, like, yeah, <laughs> I, just play the game myself. You know. <laughs> so, do you have? I know you're in. Uh, I know you're in the Death RX Discord with us. Do you have uh, uh, like a Conga Discord or a Blue Moxie Discord going on? I do. Uh, the con- the uh, Blue Moxie. What's we call it? The Congo, but it's uh, it's Blue Moxie. Yeah, they, we have a Discord. So I always put the link up in my chat. I have a timer set for that. Nice. Uh, so we have the Discord. Uh, I'm looking into starting an Instagram account too for that. Um, and then, and then um, you got. Yeah. Uh, where, what about like a Twitter? Are you pretty active on Twitter with your yep. uh, yeah. stuff? Yeah, you got to be active on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Blue Moxie Two. The thing with my username, okay, so my gamer tag is Blue Moxie Two, and that's my uh, my Twitch handle also. Somehow there's another. There's one Blue Moxie. There's one. So <laughs> so I had to take two. Uh, because <laughs> my favorite color is blue. Love all things blue. That's why I'm a New York Giants fan. And uh, the definition of Moxie is like your force of will or character. So like I thought long and hard about what when gamertag was going to be. And I'm like blue Moxie, dude. That's awesome, man. You know. And then I, then I got came across the gorilla, etc. Um, but I thought that was the coolest username ever. And then I go to get a gamertag and it's blue Moxie too. Were... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Was uh, I take it? I take it. Uh, XX blue Moxie. Two four twenty XX sniper was taken. Eh, I'm good with that, man. I don't do the numbers. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the numbers, man. <laughs> All right, so that's so they would find you at Blue Moxie two on yep. Twitch and on Twitter. Yes, sir. Uh, and then, like, if they're to jump in your Discord, like, what do you guys got going on in Discord these days? Well, I try to uh, extend my chat beyond my Discord. Like, okay, so like people hang out in my broadcast. I assume they like hanging out in there. That's why they do it, so to speak. So, um, I try to make the Discord an extension of that. So we have all kinds of channels in there. Um, some of the ones are the same stuff you'd find in any other Discord. You know, we have a food channel. Post pictures, of any kind of like food porn you have. Good looking nice. food. Sometimes food can be artistic. It's pretty cool. I'm a big guy. I like food. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you know. Uh, your pets, so to speak. There's a channel for pets. There's a channel for uh, PC talk, computers, that kind of stuff. The basic reason for the Discord, in my opinion, is so um, I want to get to know these people outside of chat, you know, outside of the broadcast. I want to get to know them like they're my friends and my family, so to speak. I want to be close to them. So um, I see Discord as a great tool to, um, you know, to, to do that, to extend your broadcast beyond the broadcast, so to speak. You know, hang out with these people. Keep them close, man. You got to keep them close. For sure, man. For sure. All right, I don't think I have any other questions for this evening, but uh, thanks for joining us, Blue. That was a great chat. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I definitely encourage people to go and go and check you out, man. You're you got a good thing going. I think they should uh, I think they'll I think they'll follow quickly if they hang out in the chat for a while and see what's going on, so Oh, I appreciate that, man. I um, I tried to hit you up with the host last night and get some people to follow you too. So, but you know how you know how those, you know how those go. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would say I've hopped into Lurk a few times, uh, and it has been fantastic every time I've been in there. It, you know, I'm basically not even watching because I'm at work and I'm just listening and immediately it feels like it's community. Like just listening, it's like, yeah, all right, I can hang out here. This is a place that I. It just feels nice when you're in there. It's like that's awesome. I, I that makes me. I like to hear that, man. I have a uh, I have a guy that's in my chat regularly. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever know when he's in there because I don't pay attention to who's in my chat. Like some streamers watch who comes in their chat. I don't. I mean, watch the numbers. I just do my thing. But um, he I always he always comes out like, damn it, blue. <laughs> I'm trying to work, and you just make me want to be involved in his chat. So. <laughs> I guess that's I'm doing awesome. what I'm, I guess I'm doing something right. So that's cool, man. I appreciate that. 
All right, that was our Twitch streamer of the week, Blue Moxie. Be sure to check him out at uh, twitch.tv slash bluemoxie2. Don't worry about if it's a forward slash or a backslash. He said them both. You guys know how Twitch works. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely a good guy. Oh, awesome. Well, this was this was fun tonight, boys. I had a I had a really great time. Yeah, had a blast. My, Absolutely. My uh my cheeks hurt because I've been smiling and laughing for like close to two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Anything else on your guys' mind before we uh sign off tonight? I got nothing, man. I'm just uh ready to get that season five in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I can't wait for private matches to drop. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and I think, you know, since that, you know, whole winner's bracket didn't get solved, I guess, you know, consolation winners get the uh, trophy? <laughs> Is that how that works? You I'm... were the guys, you were the last team to win a game, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, you get, you guys can be season four champions. All right. That At least the most, most responsible, I mean. Of- it, you know. Official most responsible season four champions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll deny the title. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Take what we can. Uh so uh both you guys are Xbox. Um if people wanted to uh to find you guys, uh where where are they gonna find you? Are you gonna be a like Discord, Xbox, Twitter, email, phone numbers, shoot me your address so we can stop by unannounced. <laughs> Social security number. <laughs> Three-hour drive, Sunday, though. On a Sunday, guys, in Indiana, you we can't do this because okay. they don't let you buy alcohol. So okay, we just Ooh, crazy. on a Friday. You get to my house. We'll get to his house three hours later, and we'll be good to go. We just passed the law in Minnesota that we can buy alcohol on Sundays. So I feel your pain, man. Yeah, we're we're way behind on that idea. Yeah. Uh, we passed a law in Wisconsin maybe 10 years ago that finally <laughs> lowered the drunk driving limit to 0.08 because we were the only <laughs> – we were 0.1 <laughs> still for a long time. So, <laughs> Coming from the state where you can legally drink with your children as long as you say it's okay in a bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. I love that, by the way. I heard that earlier on your guys' podcast, and I thought that, that was amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – um. Like if you know where where are we gonna see you guys out in the wild? Like where are you gonna be doing? Hanging. Uh, so the only place you're gonna find me really is in the Discord or on Xbox, and both of them are the space messy. I don't really don't. I, I mess around in Twitch maybe once in three months, so don't don't bother over there. It's not gonna get you anywhere. Yeah, you've stopped by my stream a couple times though. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop in and creep and interact, uh, but, I, but you won't see any broadcast from me. Okay. Not usually. Nice, nice. Uh, Ghost, how about you, man? Yeah, same deal. I mean, definitely Discord and uh, Xbox. You know, gamertag just Ghost Space again. Um, I don't. I'm trying to get more active on Twitch. You know, trying to stream a little bit, but yeah, not as active as I want to be. Uh, I do have an Instagram. Oh, nice. Not as active on that as I want to be either, <laughs> but uh, you can you can check that out. Again, it's just Ghost again. Um, and yeah, I like to put some highlights up there. I haven't added any D2 content yet, but there's still some, you know, best of D1 content up there if you want to go check that out. Nice. A couple, uh, couple of good clips up there. See, Does it involve you dunking on me and Fluffy and Val? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you guys got in it. Oh, I don't think you guys got in oh. it. You didn't make the cut. All right. So... 
So not only did you just absolutely dominate dominate us, it was so rote and boring. You're like, I can't even highlight this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most boring twenty four and four ever. You're like, what is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is Fluffy even doing right now? Why is he just out in the open, not looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't put that. I got to put a uh, competitive uh, clips up there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, Nips, where are we going to find you at, buddy? I'm playing Xbox an awful lot. Uh, <laughs> Gamertag is Hambo Space 1982. I'm um, on the uh, X Discord and uh, trying to be a little bit more active on Twitter at Admiral Nips. Uh, occasionally, we have some conversations that devolve into butthole gifts so if that's a thing that interests you <laughs> either find me or fluffy on uh, twitter and give it us a follow i'm in oh dude shout out to burning Gold. wing for that whole you had me a butthole <laughs> oh my god dude awesome uh yeah i'm fluffy um, you can find me driving around about 20, 25 minutes from the Three Floyds Brewery trying to figure out where Nessie <laughs> lives. <laughs> I got some PTO to burn, so um, we're going to make that happen. And, Just yelling uh, out your window. <laughs> Nessie! <laughs> your furniture looks great from the front yard. <laughs> no, dude. See, here's my plan. I'm gonna, Lovely hat! <laughs> I'm going to get a van without any windows, and I'm going to paint free cranberry Red Bull on the side of the van, and I'm just going to slow him. roll through neighborhoods and wait for him to come out. <laughs> I'm a sucker for free cranberry. I know, dude. This is going to be great. Uh, um... Yeah, I don't know. If you want to reach us at Potato Thumbs on Twitter, Potato Thumbs Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, we are always accepting, um, you know, comments about how horrible Lotus's website is, uh, deathrx.com. <laughs> so if you have anything bad to say about that, please let us know and we will read it on the air. <laughs> and uh, this has been a wonderful episode nine, and I appreciate everyone hanging out tonight. Thanks, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for uh, having me. I've appreciated a whole bunch, guys. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was a good time. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. It was a great time, guys. <laughs>